Everybody, to episode 116 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Corey's with us today. Welcome back, Corey. Thanks, guys. Glad to have you. Uh, to be here. Will is not here. He's got a ton of schoolwork. Um, and, you know, I'm all about the getting a, getting a good education. So. I'm not, so I do not <laughs> approve of this. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, it's it's hopefully he'll be, be able to be on next week. Hopefully he gets caught up on all of his schoolwork. Uh, this week's episode is going to be a Wind Waker HD slash Beyond Two Souls uh, dual topic episode. Uh, and we're going to actually get started right away with that uh, for, for those that are chiming in for the first time to listen about Wind Waker HD and or uh, Beyond Two Souls. So uh, we'll actually get started with Beyond Two Souls, that being the actual like new wow. game this week. So, Eric, what do you got for Take us? Take it away. Let, let's hear about Beyond Two Souls. Okay. Well, uh, as everybody should know by now, it's made by Quantic Dream, mm-hmm. who did Heavy Rain, which mm-hmm. is my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't, you know, I cooled off on this game after E3 because of what they showed there. It just kind of right. looked like a military rehash kind of yeah. game, which we've seen forever now. We made some jokes about it looking like uh, Beyond Two Souls, Black Ops 2. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. So right. I kind of cooled off on it, and then recently got really excited again because of some stuff that was being said about how it was going to play, and and then the demo had me really excited. You got to play two of the chapters in there. So uh, I got to GameSpot, GameStop five minutes before they open on Tuesday, uh-huh. and I played most of the day that day. I had to work at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, but I've played, I don't know, specifically how long i've played but i want to say it's around seven hours or so so you know a good amount i've played i think it's 15 or 16 of the chapters i haven't been able to find a reliable source of how many chapters there are okay uh, even online i've searched every day are there ones you can miss if you're not i don't think so the way the game's set up i don't think so i'm not positive on that somebody said they think there's about 20 chapters Uh but even though some of the chapters are longer, I don't know how that would stretch out into the how long to beat is between 11 and 12 hours. Okay. So 11 and a half hours, and I think so I'm you, only about seven hours. Right, so you would have another four yeah. and a half hours in like four chapters. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't think is right. accurate, so I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But I guess I'll start by saying that uh, Heavy Rain, I'm going to try not to talk too much about Heavy Rain when I do this, but... The comparisons are inevitable. If you are to compare the two games, Heavy Rain, to me, was an interactive movie, whereas Beyond Two Souls is a movie. Uh, okay. It's slightly interactive, and, you know, I really struggle with this because I, I really don't know whether I like this game or not. I okay. honestly don't even think it qualifies as a game. Because you do so little interacting in it. There's times where you literally sit there and watch it for like 
10 minutes, uh-huh. 10, 15 minutes at a time. And it's like, and then even when the interaction part of it kicks in with the, the button prompts, it's all very linear the way it's set out for you. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you don't really have much option in the game. And even the options you have, you don't necessarily feel like they're making that big of an impact. Like, whereas in Heavy Rain, like, literally characters would die. Right. Based on made... the, the decisions you made. And there was all the different endings. Okay. Um, so that's, I guess, what my initial thought is. I'll just go down through some of the notes that I that I put together. Um, first, I guess I'll start with the way it looks. It looks really good. Uh, a lot of the levels and the, the chapters, I should say, they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. The character models are really good. Obviously, Willem Dafoe and... Ellen Page, yeah. I guess, it's a movie. They yeah. star as the actors in the movie. Yeah. And they look like themselves, obviously. But it looks really, really good. Uh-huh. Um, the combat is different than it was in Heavy Rain. I actually like the combat. I've seen some negative reviews um, about basically how the combat works is the time will slow down. It goes into slow motion. And depending on which way, uh, Jody is the main character, depending on which way her body momentum is going that's the way you flick your uh, the right thumbstick mm-hmm. and that's how it does the action for the okay. combat um i i kind of like it actually so no complaints about the combat i have seen some and i, I guess people don't like how it slows down as to like warn you it kind of can take you out of it right it hasn't done that for me okay. and uh one of the one of the chapters i really liked called hunted had a pretty good amount of combat and that, it was enjoyable for me so that was good uh-huh. um the acting from Ellen Page specifically is really, really, really good. And it's kind of a saving grace from the lack of game and okay. lack of choice. Um, the complaint I would have is the the writing. I guess there was a 2,000-page script. Wow. And I, I didn't, honestly, I don't know a lot about the Quantic Dream guys. Or David right. Cage, I guess, is the guy's name. Okay. I just know that I love Heavy Rain. Right. Um, but, yeah, I guess his dream was to be a writer. And, like, movie producer kind of guy. And really obvious with this game that that's what he wanted. Um, The problem is that the script, a lot of times, is very predictable. Oh. And, like, you can finish the the lines yourself without, you know, knowing anything about what's going on. It's just that they take the very predictable route, and a lot of it's kind of cheesy. It's not too bad but i just kind of noticed that a couple times i was able to finish the sentence in my head before the character did okay. which which i didn't really care for right um i did definitely want to point out that i i very much appreciate and respect what quantic dream is trying to do and i feel like already did with heavy rain i i appreciate that they're like putting something out there that's different and not like everything else and i think it's very hard not to like that they try to do that. Right. Especially on, like, a scale, like, Beyond Two Souls, where you've hired two very well-known actors that I'm sure did not come cheaply. Right, yeah, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you've, you've put all this time in a 2,000-page script. Obviously, he put his heart and soul into to making this game. And you have to at least appreciate that about it. And uh-huh. Yeah, I'll just say that about it. Um, okay. One of the things that I didn't like is that some of the chapters to me, and I don't know if this is going to be how it plays out, but some of the chapters in the game to me just kind of felt like a time filler. And it was just a way for them to get more of the supernatural part of the game into it because Jody is paired up with uh, Aiden, 
who she has had with her from birth. Uh-huh. I'm not going to spoil anything. That's basic knowledge of what goes on yeah, in the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah, I had an understanding. Yeah, basic so understanding. Aiden is like a, a spiritual entity that she has with her since birth. Uh-huh. You don't know why. I'm hoping, I'm assuming you're going to find out. But um, And I feel like there's a couple chapters where they cr- tried to force the supernatural part of it down your throat. And... I just have been way more interested in Jody interacting with the other characters, including Aiden, even though he's a supernatural part of it. Right. Um, I like the I like the interaction between the two of them. I really like the interaction between her and Nathan, who's Will, Willem Dafoe's character. Uh, even the his kind of sidekick, Cole, who's the other scientist, where she goes. Uh, I really just enjoy watching her interact with the other people. I'm not so much enjoying the supernaturalness of the game. Okay. And I kind of feel like a couple of the chapters are just kind of throwing, cr- trying to cram that down your throat because Aiden's a supernatural guy. You right. know what I mean? He's right. a supernatural character. Um, while at at the same time, there are some chapters that I play that I thought were fantastic, and I was like, "This is great! Like, right. I want more of this." And then the next chapter, it, I will say, while I was putting this together, my notes, I was going through and looking at the chapter titles. And I honestly could only find one that I remembered being like, what the fuck? Why is that even in this game? And a lot of them I remembered thinking, well, I really liked that one. Okay. And I guess I just didn't register with me at the time. Right, when you're, when yeah. you're playing them. Um, I'm not going to s- spoil anything, but I'll say my, my three favorite chapters so far have been Homeless, um, Hunted, and Like the Other Girls. I really, really like those chapters a lot. I don't want to say anything that goes on in them. Uh-huh. But um, the the one that I'm specifically talking about that I didn't like is called Navajo, in case anybody's played it so they can compare Kinda, in their yeah. head what they thought about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's weird because, like, sometimes, like, man, this is really cool. I'm really into what's going on. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, I have no idea why I just played that. And I think part of that could be because the chapters jump around a lot. Okay. I don't hate that the chapters jump around. I still don't really know. I I, I thought this was kind of cool the way I put this in my in my notes. Um, let me just try and find it here. Uh, I don't remember, but I said I, I said to myself I was like, I don't know where the story's going really. I don't know what's going to happen. And I also don't know what my opinion of the game is. Okay, really. In all honesty, I really don't. Kind of, I, you're kind of on the fence at this point. I'm definitely on the fence, but it's a weird on the fence. I've never been on the fence like the way I feel about this game. Okay. I don't, is, is it going to boil down to the ending? Like whether or not you like the ending I, is going to be funny you say you that, like Dan, because I wrote that in my notes. I said, but did I like? Must have erased some of the notes that I wrote. But I said basically the uh, the ending is probably going to determine. How I feel about this game a year from now. Okay. Whether I, I could, I feel like I could end up absolutely loving it, or I don't know if I would ever hate it. I don't think I could hate it just because I appreciate what it is, right? And what they try to do, whether I love it or whether I'm would say eh, you probably don't want to play that one for sixty bucks. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The ending is probably going to have a lot to do with that. I haven't seen any. <laughs> Granted, I haven't really looked at a lot of reviews because I don't want to know anything about yeah. the ending, yeah. but I haven't heard any negative or positive about the ending of the story. I have heard a couple people said they cried at the end. Um, okay. It was kind of a tearjerker, and I like that. Right. So It means you're emotionally invested in the right, characters right, right. in the game. And right, I so. feel like I am, okay. which is a good thing. Yeah. 
I just, I guess my my biggest complaint would be I don't feel like I'm playing a video game. Right. Whereas Heavy Rain, it was still very cinematic, but I still felt like I was playing a video game, and it was just that perfect combination. Mm-hmm. I think they missed that a bit with this game. Um, Let's see. Oh, here's what I wrote. I absolutely want to see what the ending is, so I am invested in that, and I feel like the ending is going to have a huge impact on how I feel about this game in the future. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm really disappointed with how how little of choice you have and yeah. what happens. I guess towards the end there are a couple big decisions you make, but I want to have that throughout. Yeah, and a lot of times it's nice to see at the like decisions you make at the beginning yeah. have an influence, and you can see how that the 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 branches like like play out towards the end of the game of yeah. stuff you made you know decisions you made in the beginning of the game before you had an understanding of what really was going on. Right. You know? Uh, one thing that I, I haven't done, and I didn't even know was going to be an option in this game, is uh, co-op. Mm. So one person can control Jody, and the other person controls Aiden. Um, I guess when the one person is controlling, obviously only one person plays at a time, and whoever is controlling Jody is going to have more playtime. Uh-huh. But you just hit triangle, and it switches to Aiden, and okay. vice versa. Um, but I did think this was a really good game to do co-op in because of the fact that it's more of a movie so the person that's not playing has something is good to watching watch. a movie okay. and it kind of keeps them still invested in what's going on uh-huh. um i did read on kotaku somebody wrote uh, an article about um how he really enjoyed co-op even more than just a single player he had very mixed reviews on the, on the single player but he liked playing co-op he did it with his girlfriend and he just found that it was just a better experience yeah, for him to enjoy the story right to, with with someone right and it's it's kind of uh, I feel like it's going to be kind of a touching story. I like like the the relationships with Jody, and she's a very emotional character. Uh-huh. And her the relationship between her and Aiden is probably my favorite part of the game. Okay, because he's a spiritual entity, but you, you kind of feel like he's a real person, even though you can't see him. And I'm just getting to a part in the game now where I don't even know if I should say it. <laughs> I'm not going to. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh-huh. Um, but I. The, the relationship between the two of them is very interesting because it, at times it seems like she wishes that it never happened to her, that he was never a part of her life, and then other times in the game, like, she knows that she needs him uh-huh. in her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just a really cool, like, struggle that she has mentally with herself. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that part of the game. Um, the other relationship with Nathan... Um, I don't want to talk too much about how she gets to Nathan and why she is where she is with him but he's kind of like a father figure to her and i think that's going to be a really cool twist at some point with what goes on with that from what i can tell i'm really excited to see what happens with that but man it's really uh, this game's got me twisted i really don't know what to think about it i can't i don't want to i don't want to give negativity there's definitely some negative things about it. I, I don't even know if I could recommend it to somebody. Okay. because like, But I also don't know if I can't recommend it to somebody. Like, If you liked Heavy Rain, you should play it just because you liked Heavy Rain. Right. And you might like this too. But it's definitely different than Heavy Rain. And don't expect to be interacting as much in the game as you did in that. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll still like the story. The story, I don't think, is as good. It doesn't have me as hooked as Heavy Rains did. Right. Um, I know uh, Michael in Minnesota sent us uh, some feedback about Beyond, and he said that it's one of those games to him where 
he'll be playing and all of a sudden realize two hours have gone by and he yeah. had no idea. And I have kind of got that same feeling. Okay. So that's a good thing. Right. You know, that kind of means you're into it. Yeah, you're invested. But as invested as I am in what's going on, I still, it's, it's lacking that game play to me. Okay. It's just not feeling like I'm playing anything. I'm watching. Right. That's interesting. You know how I fall asleep when I watch movies? Yeah. That happened to me once. Oh, really? While I was playing it. Okay. It's not that I was bored. Right. I just, when I watch a movie, I fall asleep. Right. Regardless. <laughs> right. And that happened to me. Uh-huh. So, I don't know, man. I, if you're thinking about it, if you can find it in Redbox, borrow it from a friend, I would definitely do that. Is it's, it worth 60 bucks? It's a $60 movie. Do you, uh, do you think you're, uh, what about replay value? None. Probably none. I would never replay this game again, A, because I wouldn't have any interest right. in playing it again. B, same thing with Heavy Rain. I want to have one experience with it. Okay. I don't want to have any other experiences with it. I want, it's like, like Corey like, with Mass Effect. I was just going to say one that. One character. I want to know one story. Right. Um, yeah, that's one thing that I really like about the Quantic Dream games. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's to have that one experience that could be completely different from somebody else's. Uh-huh. And while I, I think it's still kind of possible for that to happen in this game because there are certain chapters, certain parts of chapters you might not see in it, right. um, it's not as possible as it was with Heavy Rain. Right. Which is what I really, really liked about that game. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was done with Heavy Rain, I didn't know that there was so many different endings. Yeah. And I didn't know that certain characters could die and you could have all of them live depending on what you did. I didn't know all that. Especially fi- finding that out, like, later. It, it was uh, awesome. After I was done with it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even find it out while I was playing it. That's great. And I just don't feel like that can happen in this game. And I, it, it's almost, it's it's bad that I've played Heavy Rain. Right. Honestly. Um, and I, I don't know if I was expecting the same thing from from this game, but I was expecting at least something as good. Well, not as good, but with as much choice, right. I guess I should say. Choices, with as much choice. Choices are important, especially in a story-driven game like that. And it's you know? a very story-driven game. And I, I have hopes that the story is going to be good enough and the ending will be good enough for me to be like, okay, now I can justify worth, sitting through 11 and a half hours of my life playing this. Right. But I could just as easily see it where I'm like, I really don't know if I should have played that game. Right. Okay. Do you have any questions about it? Uh, no, I kind of asked them during it. Yeah. What about you, Corey? Any, any thoughts, questions? I, I mean, this is one of those games that... Uh just like a single player experience that people know very little about like eric said he couldn't even find a solid number on how many chapters there are yeah Um, so i'm just pretty much taking his opinion at face value i did hear that alan page's performance was really really good it is really good that's one of the saving graces of the game for me uh she's a great actress good for her yeah Yeah. um i did uh pull up some review scores because it's getting such mixed reviews i thought we could go over that uh ign gave it a six which is as we know very very low for an ign yeah that's really low uh while GameSpot gave it a nine uh i was surprised to see such a disparity between the two yeah um destructoid gave it a five oh i didn't read destructoid's review for that yep uh polygon gave it an eight okay kotaku said yes you should play it which yeah i'd rather Say yes, you should play it, then give it a number. Okay, yeah. personally for this game, well, especially with how mixed your feelings are yeah. at this point, like how do you give it a score? I couldn't give it a score honestly. Yeah. I just should say it's it's an experience. Be prepared to watch watch more than you play, uh-huh. watch more than you interact. Uh, Metacritic user score is seven point five, which is decent. Yeah, I think. 
Um, but as I usually do, I, I I pulled up the reviews just to kind of go over what what I agreed and disagreed with from it. I'll start with IGN giving it a six. They said a terrific performance from Page. We just said yeah. absolutely agree. A beautiful world. I absolutely agree. Negatives. Uh, choices feel inconsequential. Yeah. Which I said numerous times. Yeah. An unfocused plot. I don't know if I'd say unfocused plot. Like I said, there's some chapters where I just don't know how that's going to fit into the overall story. Right. I hope I'm wrong about that, but I'd, I'll be surprised if I'm wrong about that. So maybe you could say unfocused plot. I don't think that's too big of a problem. Okay. Poor combat mechanics. I don't think they're poor. They're just different. And the only issue I had is sometimes it's tough to tell where her momentum's taking her. So I don't always know which way to flick my stick. Yeah. I thought some of that was just me being stupid, but then I read some other stuff that it wasn't just me being stupid. It okay. was just kind of hard to tell sometimes. Right. Um, the one thing that I is, I don't know how they would have done it differently because I mean, if she dies, there's no story. But when you do get hit in combat, like it means nothing, right. and I think you could just get hit over and over, and the combat would just keep going longer. Right. Is how how you get punished is longer combat. Uh huh. Which is stupid. Right. But I also don't think she could die. I mean, you could restart the level, but what fun is that? In a story-driven game, you're going to watch a movie again? Yeah. That you just watched? Right. So, I don't know. But that's it for IGN. Uh, GameSpot. Oh, they changed their website around, didn't they? Yeah. It's weird. The Good... Well-developed characters and evolving personalities, which is my favorite part of the game. A grounded story that examines human failings. Yeah, okay. I could see that. I Not totally yet for me, but it's on that path. Right. Um, controls help draw you into Jody's plight. Mm, not so much. not too much controlling going on for me. So, right. uh, And choices let you develop Jody and Aiden, Aiden as you wish. Mm, no. I would disagree. Okay. There's not a lot of choices to let you develop either of them. Right. The, uh, like, you can kind of determine what kind of personality you want them to have but it has no effect really i don't i don't think it has any effect on the outcome that's more of your personal input into the game like like if you wanted a kind of quote-unquote role play as that character that would be important to to, to exactly okay and that's what i've done i don't think it helps you develop them at all because in one one chapter you could make her be really shy and then the next chapter, you could have her be really mean. Right. Like it does. I don't feel like you making her be shy in one chapter takes that option, the option of her being like a badass away from you in the future. You know what I mean? Right. You can still have a mix, so you don't really develop her that way. I don't think you could do both. Okay. Um. And they, I, I've noticed this last couple times. I've looked at uh, Gamespot. They, I, the only thing that shows up is the good. Maybe they didn't have any bad. I would be rather surprised if that was true. Yeah. Um, so the 5 out of 10 from Destructoid, they said it's mediocre, it's an exercise in apathy, neither solid nor liquid, not exactly bad, but not very good either. That's kind of what you yeah, were saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit meh. Uh-huh. I think it's a little better than meh. Okay. But, <laughs> I think, yeah, they're on to something there. Which Destructoid reviewer did it? I just got rid of it, I'll check later. Um, and I'm just gonna read the wrap-up from Polygon real quick. Let's see. Beyond's weak script is held up by its strong presentation and performances. That's the headline. Uh With Beyond Two Souls, Quantic Dream has smoothed away nearly all the rough edges in how it presents its stories. The other edge of that sword is that it lays the stories themselves bare to be judged entirely on their own. 
With so many of the traditional elements of gameplay stripped away, like challenge and exploration, couldn't be more right, a tremendous <laughs> amount of weight is put on Beyond Story to carry the day. While it's exhilarating to see a team that has worked so hard to perfect a new way of telling stories, I couldn't help wishing they had a perfect one to tell. So I guess they're saying they don't think the story is good enough to hold up the lack of gameplay. Right. Which makes me wonder why they still gave it an 8. Right. But I guess that's neither here nor there. Uh-huh. And Kotaku. Um, for good stuff, some small moments conjure Jody's life with a wonderful intimacy. A strong performance from Ellen Page and co-op is a treat. And negative, the story is dumb as often as it is smart. And the whole thing is far too restrictive, way too many dull cliches. I would completely agree with that. Yeah. So... Mixed bag, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very anxious to see how I feel when I'm done playing it. Yeah. There's not hasn't been a game that I think I was like, I could still really like this at the end while while still feeling the way I feel about it now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You think you'll have it beaten by next week? I hope so. It really depends how my work schedule sets up with my girlfriends, but right. I should. I can probably find four hours. Did you just say girlfriends? What? Oh. Not uh, plural, possessive. Yeah, yeah, yeah possessive. Girl, girlfriend's schedule <laughs> no, measures just, up to his. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> Corey's trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> she doesn't listen, does she? Sometimes she'll she'll try to pop on, check yes. it out. But yeah, that's that's basically all I have for it. Um, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to finish it. I'm excited to hear what you feel after you do finish it. That's, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Definitely a game that's never made me feel this on the fence. Okay. So. Cool. All right. Corey, any other thoughts on Beyond Two Souls? No other thoughts for me. Okay. All right. Well, I will get into... I should say, though, if I had a PlayStation, I'd probably be playing it. Yeah, I'm hoping that comes... I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get a chance to play that when uh, PlayStation launches there. The PlayStation 4 launches its Gaikai, and I hope that... I'm sure that'll go on it. I'm sure a lot of the later later PlayStation titles will will be on there. So, because I do want to play it too. <clears throat> am I am I loud enough? I feel like I'm a little quiet. My microphone. I think you're loud enough. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into Wind Waker HD. So, really, probably everyone knows what Wind Waker was or is. So, I don't need to get into the background. It's, you know, the the GameCube version of Zelda. It was a cel-shaded game. Uh, I don't know if it was one of the first, but it's the first one I remember playing. Um, so, Wind Waker HD was obviously... I'll go through the list of new features and comment on them. Uh, it was remastered for HD. That kind of speaks for itself. It's formatted to fit a widescreen television and, um, you know, they, they touched up all the graphics from the, the old four by three um four to three aspect ratio uh streamlined interface you drag and drop an item in your inventory easily to your button mat or, or wait drag and drop an item in your inventory easily uh to your to your button mapping on the gamepad so when you bring up the menu uh well actually you don't need to bring up the menu because that's always on your gamepad words that you know the game's on the screen so you just look on that and you you know press on whatever you want and you because because you can program the uh right right bumper Y and is it A and X, Y and B. I guess I, I'm confused because the 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 Wii U buttons are different than the Xbox buttons. Mm. But you know it, it's the 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 top and 
left button on the okay. on the on the triangle <laughs> or the the diamond rather. Uh, you can map those with with your gadgets and your inventory. So you just drag and drop those. I kind of remember the menus being a pain in the ass in in Wind Waker on the GameCube. Uh, so that just makes it quite a bit easier. Um, there's a Swift Sail, which is uh, it's it's available, which allows the player to sail faster and not have to change the wind direction. Which is good, right? Which is good. I haven't actually used that, and I didn't. I thought it was. I thought the swift sail was what they used anyway but that's something you could just get later because like uh whenever you want to sail to a different different way you can really only go with the wind um and if the wind's not going the direction you want it to you have to bring up your wind waker um uh little instrument thing and play the tone to change the wind and then you pick the the direction but the swift sail allows you to both sail faster and change the wind direction with however whichever direction you're going so that does make exploring a lot easier and Mm -hmm. quicker so uh message in the bottle uh while in the game world you come across little bottles that are either floating in the ocean or on an island and actually messages left from other players for you to dig up kind of like dark souls exactly like dark souls yeah that's that's what it made me think of um you can include a message drawing in-game picture uh or it's called a pictograph um, you also have the option because people can put messages and stuff in there and pictures. You can turn off spoilers, so if there's anything, anything spoilers, it'll apparently filter that out. I don't know how that works, but they have some sort of system. I guess they have some sort of system too that keeps uh, profane things from being on there. I don't know how that works. I'm sure the internet will figure out how to get around that at some point. But <laughs> uh, and actually, someone left an amazing drawing of one of the mar- mail carrier bird people that I that I found. Oh, really? It was incredible. I'm like. You probably, I mean, it probably only took the person ten minutes, but something like that would have taken me days to to do. So it was, get this it was from. I don't know either, but it was really really cool. I don't know if I saved it, but you can uh, you can vote up messages. So oh, okay, maybe like Reddit. Yeah, a little bit, uh, and maybe maybe there's a way you can check the, check all those out, and you know, like from the Wii menu or something. But it was really amazing. I was I was very impressed. Uh, precision precision aiming is another. Uh, new thing in wind waker hd uh, you can use a gyroscope in the gamepad to quote unquote manually uh aim your bow hook shot picto box or telescope or even walk around in first person view uh, i haven't actually used that yet i can't see myself using that other than once or twice to see how it works um but you know just playing the game i can't i can't really see myself using that uh hero mode which is apparently the the more difficult mode. It's available available from the start of the game. It makes it so you only recover health from hearts, fairies, or red potions, uh, and also enemies do double damage. So that's something you can, if you are good at Wind Waker, you can use that uh, to to add a little more challenge to the game. Uh, I played about five hours worth, uh, and so far I'm really really in love with the game. I spent maybe only an hour playing on the actual TV with the with the gamepad for its intended use, which is menus and stuff. And it is a lot easier to uh, navigate the menus and stuff and, and look at maps, especially when you're in a dungeon, uh, to see where all the treasures are and not have to pause the game and scroll through all the menus. You can just have it on your on your game screen. You can look down kind of as you're, you know, maneuvering in the in the, in the dungeon to, to see where the treasures and stuff are. Uh, but most of the game I've been playing on the actual gamepad because I, okay. I usually play it when, when my son's watching his Yo Gabba Gabba DVDs. And rather than me like sitting and wasting time on the computer, I've been playing the the Wii, uh, which is uh, to me is one of the best features of the Wii is playing uh, playing sure. the game on the actual gamepad. That's so you got to get a PS Vita then. Well, I I probably will at some point. 
but I would like to. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. There's a there's a picture of a dude on Reddit who was flying in an airplane and he just had a Wii plugged in. Mm-hmm. He was just playing on the gamepad. Didn't need a TV screen. Nope. Yeah. I uh, actually I think for the Pikmin three review. Uh, Kotaku had a picture of Steven Totilo sitting in an airport with his Wii plugged in next to him on the on the floor of the airport playing. I think, yeah, it was, it was Pikmin 3 that he was playing on it. I was like, that's awesome. Good man. Because you just, you know, if you've got a big bag, you can just carry that around with you and you just plug it in and play on your gamepad. Uh, let's see. Um, really, like, Wind Waker HD... Obviously, like I said, it's it's an older game, but it really does hold up very well. Um, I never really got very far. I think even now, like I'm further further in the game than I got when I owned it for my GameCube. Oh yeah, yeah. Which you know, like I said, I only played We're about five hours. Different five kind hours. of game gamers now, really, because yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, um, I remember liking it. I yeah. I don't know if another game came out that took my attention away from wind waker or maybe i was frustrated i know i was frustrated with the menus but maybe i was frustrated with how slow it was moving too i think the, the graphic it. art style of it probably lends to it yeah holding up oh yeah uh because it's not like it's too intensive like, right yeah. it's and it's 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 cartoony and yeah. and and cell shaded but uh you know just updating it for the hd it's so like beautiful i want to play it. i really do it's like I said. It's a reason to. It's a reason to buy a Wii U as opposed to if you have a Wii U, you should get get the game. Like Pikmin Three, like you you don't need to buy a Wii U for Pikmin Three. But I feel like Wind Waker HD is a game to buy a Wii U for. See, but I hate that because I want a game that I should buy a system for to be a new game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not an HD update. Yeah, I agree, and I agree with that to a point. But like, I I didn't really have that. It is a new game to me, basically, because I only played maybe. Two it or would three be hours. to me too, to be fair. Um. But yeah, no, I I understand your sentiments yeah. because it is it's over ten years old, I think. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking Nintendo, man, how do they get away with that shit? I don't know, but I'm I'm looking forward to having more HD remakes. Sure, um, and I can't blame you because because they have such a huge right. uh, backlog in history. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so far really really liking the Wind Waker HD. Um, they they have a console that comes with Wind Waker HD for, I think it's $300 for Wind Waker HD and the and the Wii U console. Can't do it. Yeah. Um, well, I, we're getting our PlayStations yeah. in a little over a month. Oh, so. I can't fucking wait, man. Oh. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. It's um, another story for another day. Right, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm definitely loving Wind Waker HD. Uh, I don't have any complaints or dislikes about it. It's, it's a good game. It, yeah. it holds up well. I would love to play that. Yeah. Depending on how our guys' weekend goes, could just be me and you. Right, it could just be it could just be us. Who knows? Maybe I'll give it a whirl. Well, I, we'll probably actually talk about that during the break. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I meant to talk about that before the show started, but yeah, Wind Waker HD. Uh, like I said, it's it's one to look look into. Um, I I don't know why it came out digitally a couple weeks before the the hard copy. Um, it was the same price, which, as you know, I guess really the benefit would be the getting it early. But right. you know, I could wait for it because it is an old game, but. Yeah, so far, thumbs up for Wind Waker HD. Uh, it's probably going to take me a while to beat. I'll ha- have the more completionist thing for how long to beat. And I think, what was it, in the nine, low 90s for hours? Yep. So I'll probably be closer to that than I will be just the story. Yeah. But, yeah, so far, so good. Cool. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Corey, you didn't have any questions on Wind Waker? No. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break and uh, be back with our... 
nibble bits and our weeks and hopefully get Corey involved in the episode a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 116 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our nibble bits and our week segment. Uh, usually it's in our in the first first segment, but uh, I think when we when we start doing these game game topics you know for for the week we'll we'll start having that be the first segment because if people are listening for the first time they probably don't want to hear how our week was because they, they don't know us very well that's a good point yeah. Dan. uh so let's get into nibble bits uh i will get us started with nibble bits i had them called up i put it down all right uh the first one baldur's gate 2 will be getting an enhanced edition featuring updated graphics widescreen monitor support uh, Shadows of Am and Throne of Bale expansions. It's coming to PC November fifteenth for twenty four ninety five, and will be making its way to iOS and Android at a later date. Though without the expansions included, it'll probably be a cheaper price too. I can't imagine it'll be twenty five dollars for that on iOS or Android. It might be like fifteen. No confirmation on that yet, though. Uh, next, Valve has released some info on their Steam beta, Steam machine beta prototypes, including some of the specs that testers can expect on their systems uh, for the graphics processing units some units will have the nvidia titan some gtx 780s some gtx 760s and some gtx 660s uh wow nvidia titan itself is one thousand dollars so <sighs> yeah valve is sending out uh, some pretty pretty good machine cpus some boxes with intel i7 some with intel i5 some with intel i3s storage it'll have a one terabyte uh eight gigabyte hybrid solid state solid state hard drive which is a it's a normal hard drive with eight gigabytes of solid state solid state space for transfer transferring data which is good power supply it'll have an internal 450 watt 80 plus gold power supply the dimensions are approximately 12 inches by 12.4 inches uh by 2.9 inches so it's not really that big either so that's also a good thing I, i can't imagine stuffing a titan into into something that small so that's uh, the the steam machines prototypes are are really powerful powerful machines. So, like I said, the Nvidia Titan itself is one thousand dollars. So that's amazing that they're sending those out. I I haven't heard on whether or not you get to keep them. I wouldn't think so, especially not if you know they're not going to be giving away Titans too much. But who knows? <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, next. In an interview with Computer and Video Games, Ubisoft Creative Director uh, Jonathan Morin, I forgot to write down his name, but it's Jonathan Morin, uh, said the Wii U version of Watch Dogs will be graphically superior to those of current-gen systems, saying, I would say the Wii U version is pretty much in between what the current-gen is and what the next-gen is from a version standpoint he wanted to say the wii u version is closer to last gen than it will be next gen but looks really good on the wii u and is really fun to play on the gamepad this actually really surprised me at first but then i realized that the horsepower on the wii u is a lot more than on the 360 and ps3 um as i said it's kind of it's kind of in between generations from from a uh, uh, machine standpoint Uh, it's quite a bit better than the hardware wise than the pc or the the ps3 and xbox 360 um, but it's got about half the the horsepower of the next gen system, so it's kind of what I, what are we in the seventh <laughs> gaming generation? So it's like seven point five. Yeah. Uh, so 
And then my last nibble bit, Final Fantasy VI is currently in development for mobile devices with hopeful release date sometime this winter. That'll be a definite buy for me when it comes out. Uh, I thought the same when I saw as this. As many different play, like I have it on my Wii. Um, I've got the emulator on my computer. I probably will still still buy it. Maybe I'll finally play it. Yeah, if it's on mobile. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they don't change it too much. I have very uh, – because one of the – I think I had it on uh, – a, a handheld platform like a, a Game Boy Advance or something like that, and they changed the dialogue a little bit, and I hated oh. that they changed the dialogue. So okay. hopefully, it's the standard Final Fantasy VI that I know and love. Right. So, Eric, what do you got for noble bits? Uh, real quick, Dan, just an update. Touchdown, Ruben Randall. Oh, one for the fantasy team. Nice. And moving on to my nibble bit, uh-huh. uh, my one and only nibble bit, Grand Theft Auto Five, reported by Eurogamer to be coming to PC first quarter of 2014. Nice. So big news there. Are you going to get that, Dan? I don't know. It depends on how enamored I am with both my PS4. PlayStation 4, and I, I still have a huge backlog of PC yeah. games, so I'm going to have to wait and see. Fair enough. I do want to play it at some point. I don't know if I'll get it when it, when it first comes out. Okay. So... I, if it had come out like now, I definitely would have bought it. But at that point, I'll have the hype new, train's new over now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was excited to see that. Yeah, definitely. It's it's. I think they're gonna have the next gen releases like shortly after that too, because it's, it's going to come out for the next gen systems too. Yeah. So they. I can wish sell. I had waited a little bit for that, but no, I don't wish I had waited for it. Right. But I do. Right. <laughs> you wish you could have. Yeah. Too okay. far. Right. All right. Anything else? That's it for me. Corey, what do you got? Uh, it's been three three weeks since I've been on. Yeah. It's been a while. So I have been a while. zero nibble bits. <laughs> okay. I think we covered some of yours either. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I think I it was hope so. two he weeks ago. He put a ago. feedback on our Facebook, that Corey too. did, that he wanted us to chat about. I know we did yep, that. For, for last week. Okay. I threw out some nibble bits, too, that I hoped somebody talked about two weeks ago. Well, I'm I sure as fuck didn't. I think we. I think. I think we did. It was th- a big one. What was it? I don't oh, remember. the. I think it was the Steam OS that you did the episode on. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how was your week, Corey? Or how uh, how how have your weeks, weeks been? Yeah. How's your weeks? weeks? <laughs> um. Good. Good. There's it's, it, there's been a lot going on. I sort of checked out of uh, the podcast for a while there. Um. Nothing personal. No, That's why downloads had, are down. You had you had a busy uh, busy couple weeks there. Busy couple weeks. I went to a wedding this past weekend. How was the wedding? It was it was a really good wedding. You could tell uh, you could tell there was a lot of cash. I spent. was just gonna say, heard some money went into that one. No, uh, yeah. Uh, in, in fact, in in Joey the best man's speech, he said, uh, you know, thank you to so and so. This is really nice. This isn't quite what we're used to in Newark Valley. <laughs> And, of course, the groom side just bursted into laughter. Right. Yeah, we're used to going to the fire station for weddings. People around here have them in barns now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, despite all that, sometimes when you when you spend that much on a wedding, like, it, it's, like, too cute and too perfect. But this was still, like, I don't know, the bride's family, they're still partiers and heavy drinkers. Mm-hmm. Well, they're um, Armenian. They're Armenian, yeah. So oh. it was it was a lot of fun. We went to before the night before the wedding. We went to the bride's house for like cocktail hour before the rehearsal dinner, and uh, her father, who's off the boat Armenian, just I don't know if that's true, but he you know has a thick Armenian accent, and 
just a short little dude. If you didn't have a drink in your hand, he made sure you had one all night. The, That's what those Europeans, especially like East, like Eastern Europe, Southeastern Europeans, uh, they know how to party. Yeah, they. I'd have been they, on the they, floor in an hour. They live it up, no doubt. Yeah, That's awesome. Yep, and it's it's it's. I mean, it's a good thing because everybody like loosened up right away, yeah. and like, I don't know, we had we had a good time. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think. I still blame Jared for me not going. You should have come, man. It was fun. Well, I would have had no one to talk to. Are you kidding me? You would have no. been at my table. You would have yeah. been. You would have been drunk. And I would have been at your table. Didn't you sit with chat. like the groomsmen? No, I sat with all the New York Valley people. No. Oh. Yeah, but your girlfriend was there, and like you know, I'd have been sitting there. With you weren't no the only date. single person there. You were, you would have been New York Valley hitting on Corey. Yeah, but Corey, you don't understand. You're the only one that I wanted to talk to. <laughs> Do you see? Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, I spent way too much money. Um, buyer's regret after it was all over. Ooh. It's like, well, I shouldn't have spent money on that. The, the night uh, at the night of the wedding, we all went back to the hotel, including the bride and groom, and uh, at the hotel bar. And because it was a Sunday night wedding, the hotel bar closed at, like, midnight. Um, and the reception went till 11, so we got to the hotel bar, Long story short, I ended up buying bottled beer from the bar because I wanted us to still have alcohol to drink. Oh, God. And Yeah, and they, they couldn't give me, like, you know, the store price, the wholesale price. They had to charge me, like, per the bottle as if I was at a bar. And oh it was just God. Budweiser. It was a 24-pack oh. of Budweiser they gave me. How much was it? 160 bucks. <laughs> Dude, you Holy paid 160 shit. bucks for a case of Bud? I sure did. You're a hero, Corey. You I, are. It, well, that's the thing. I wanted to make sure everybody had the alcohol they wanted because I knew as soon as the alcohol was gone, party's over. Right. Wow. So it was like midnight. Fortunately, that lasted us. And somebody else did the same thing with Coors Light. Bless his soul. Bless uh, both your souls. Jesus. We ended up going until 4 a.m. Wow. And uh, this is this is the gist of the story. I've got I got in the... Closest thing I've ever been to a fight with somebody. Dude, every time I hung out with Scott, I felt like I was going to get in a fight. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's a good thing Eric wasn't there then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good thing there was a lot of people that weren't there. Yeah. Um, Austin. Yeah. Yeah, right. Some of my, some of my closer friends. Um, <laughs> cousin of the groom, I guess. Okay. Was... Everybody was everybody was plastered at this point. Like, gone. Um cousin of the groom says some inappropriate makes some inappropriate comments towards my girlfriend oh, of course which 90 percent of the time people hit on my girlfriend you know i'm i'll just let it slide because if i if i bitched about it every time i'd probably be dead by now right right um, <laughs> he made a comment i was i was really drunk so i wasn't afraid to say like hey why don't you watch your mouth <laughs> nice <laughs> and he stands up and he's a good five inches taller than me uh-huh and like gets in my face. Groom's husband breaks it up. He's like, "All right," or groom's husband, <laughs> groom's dad, who I love, breaks it up. He's like, "All right, let's settle it down. We're all friends here." Blah 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 blah. He calmed it down. No big deal. But I knew I could see in that shit-eating grin on that guy's face that he wasn't done yet. I hate this guy, by the way. I never met him, but I hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like I understand everybody was drunk. You, you know, no, whatever. nope, That's absolutely, not, never no ma- that never makes it okay. Absolutely not. Groom's father goes to the bathroom and i knew that was oh. this guy's opportunity um 
and I, I don't I don't know what's going on. I'm off in the corner talking to somebody else, but I'm watching out of the corner of my eye, and one of the friends I had made at the wedding was talking to this guy. And I look over, and all of a sudden, this friend of mine shoves the cousin, like, into the elevator, and he falls down. And I'm like, that's it. Now's my chance. I jump in there. I grab him by the shirt, and I, like, wrestle him into the wall and start yelling at him. <laughs> yes! I've never done anything like this before, <laughs> ever in my life. That's way out of character. That is out of character. Corey, one question. Have you been playing more Call of Duty? (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been drinking more alcohol. (laughs) But anyway, I wrestle him down. I, I, like, we're all friends here. I'm yelling at him, like, calm the F down. Like, we're all friends here. And he's like, I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. He starts throwing haymakers. Oh, no. I literally dodged two of his haymakers. I felt like Superman. Uh, Video game game reflexes. (laughs) Yeah. The third one hits... None other than the groom. Oh, in the face. Fuck me. Are you sure this wasn't like a remake of The Hangover? <laughs> no, that's that's what happened. Oh god. Dude. Um, got him pretty good. Cooler heads prevailed. One of the other guys we were there is like, "Hey, let's just get out of here. This isn't going to end nicely at any point. The best thing we can do is just go to our room and hang out." So we did. Uh we went back to the room, left what's his face with with the groom and then the groom came back to our room and and told us not to worry about it. It's just a drunken altercation. Mm. But anyway, I was really proud of myself. Because um, like I said, I don't ever do anything like that. God, yeah. I wish I was there. Motherfucker. Yeah. Um, that would have been your, your chance to good, take out some aggression. Yeah, what a... It was, it was a good weekend. And it's weird because like I find myself like standing up a little bit taller when I walk down the street. And, Dude, you know, oh, I wish I was people there. people in the eye a little more often. <laughs> Fuck. If I'd have seen somebody take a shot at Corey, oh, yeah. I'd have fucking killed no, the guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When I say yeah, kill, I mean... Give a severe beating. Severe beating. Right. I dodged him. Come to find out what he said to this guy I had made friends with that made the friend of mine shove him was, what is it going to take to get with my girlfriend? Oh, my God, dude. What a douchebag. This is that, I, and I don't I don't take drunkenness as an excuse for that kind Nor of behavior. Nor do I, Dan. It's not, it's not okay ever to do that. I don't know. I'm a pretty easygoing guy for the most part, and I don't let that stuff bother me. But uh, was he a bro, Corey? Not really. Hmm. No, he was. Total he was. Bro. I mean, he was tall. He was tall, goofy. I probably would have pegged him as like a coquette or something. Ah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, nice. But I don't know. We took care of it. We took care of business. Okay. Yeah, good. Right. Um, so I did want to talk about that. The only other thing I just did before we started recording. Um, there, in the chat, they say this sounds like the type of thing that would happen in central Minnesota. <laughs> it's like funny. it's one of those like non-story stories. Like, there's not really a story there, yeah. but because of because there was damn near, or there was kind of a fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the the other the other thing I wanted to talk about, I did this right before we start recording. Um. I was on Reddit, and they were talking about, like, what's the craziest thing you can legally buy? Um, and I scrolled down to, through a lot of the comments, and one of them was these bear, these berries that you can eat that turn sour things sweet. Oh, I heard about um, those. Yeah. Apparently there was, like, a TV show about it or some shit. So I find, I find these berries in tablet form on, on Amazon. Uh, I order them. I bought them. They came here today, and right before we recorded, uh, me and all my roommates and some of our friends that were here took them, and you chew them, and you let them coat your tongue and stuff like that. 
and you can eat stuff that's like really sour or bitter and not taste the sourness or bitterness um, at all. And it, it even like certain things it turns from sour or bitter to sweet. So the first thing we had was uh, I had this, this scotch that I'm drinking right now, um, and I drank it, and it just dead on my tongue. It tasted like water on my tongue. Hmm. Once it gets in your throat and like down into your chest and stuff, that, you can feel it burn a right. little bit. Wow. Um, but we did that. We did uh, the next thing I did was Tabasco, um, the the green pepper Tabasco, the hot one, mm-hmm. right on the tongue. Couldn't even taste the the spiciness. It was like sweet. And then after that, I was like, all right, I'm going all out. I took the vinegar, white vinegar, distilled white vinegar, and drank it. And it tasted like if sour gummies or, uh, like, those sour candies had a liquid flavor, that would be it. That's how sweet it was. Hmm. This is vinegar. I don't know. Wow. It's crazy. That's cool. I heard about those uh, a few years ago, actually, back when Attack of the Show was on. Um, they they had those, and they were, they were taste testing a few different things. I don't know if it was the exact same thing, but it was something similar, and it was a berry. And uh, I don't know what what they tasted, but one of the things was Guinness that they tasted, and they said uh, that the Guinness tasted exactly like like a chocolate brownie in your mouth. Whoa! I was well, like, that's Irish amazing. car bombs taste a lot like chocolate milk. Yeah, it was it was a little, a little bit like that, but yeah. but just this berry, whatever it whatever it did to your taste buds, huh. I guess it tasted just like a chocolate brownie. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what, was, was there any, was there anything else cool on the on that list? Um, I, we apparently like this was just we just did it. We we actually planned to do like an actual they call it flavor tripping party. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was just like the pre party, I guess. But a lot of people suggested lemons and limes. Apparently, limes taste like Gatorade. Mm. Um, there's a few other things I can't remember. Nice, but liquor was one of the ones I was really interested in trying because you can't even taste it. It's just like water. That could be dangerous. Yeah. I want to carry those around with me wherever I go to, like, impress people. Oh, yeah, I can drink that thing of Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> Which is fine for your tongue, but it'll do a number on your insides. That's the, all the comments on Reddit. That's what they were saying. Like, be prepared to have some hefty indigestion after yeah. one da- of those flavor-tripping parties. <laughs> cool. I just wanted to try those. All right. I'll was bring there... them this weekend. Oh, yeah. Was there anything else cool on that list? On what list? The Reddit, Reddit list. Um. Oh, yeah. There was this one. It was, uh, oh, shit. What was it called? It was shark something gloves. It was a, a pair of gloves that you could put on your hands, but you couldn't take off. It was like a Chinese finger trap because uh-huh. once you put it on, um, the hooks in the glove were laid in a manner that you could slide your hand in. But if you tried to slide your hand out, it rips all, all your the hooks off. would hook into your, your arm. Yeah. Oh, God. And you could buy those. Why? Why? It's like I a trick. It's a trick. Is it like an S and M thing? You give it to someone you hate. Hey, try these new gloves. <laughs> it's true. That would suck. The only way to get them off, I guess, would be to like cut them off. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. There was other stuff like you can buy people's virginity. I guess. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. We live in a weird world. Yeah, I actually I wanted to check. That. I did want to check out that thread, but I never never got around. I saw it this morning, or not this morning. It was a few days ago, I guess. But that's not, that was on my Reddit feed, too. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Uh, yeah, some stuff here and there, but those are the two notable things. Okay. What about you, Eric? What you got? Uh, nothing really too noteworthy to talk about, I don't think. Um, I did want to say I pre-ordered Destiny to get my beta key, so I'm excited for that. Nice. 
and I I took the hit for the team here and pre-ordered um, Ghosts. Oh, Call the, yeah. Ghosts. You texted me. Yeah. So, got that to look forward to. Nice. On PS4 launch day. Uh, was there any word on Destiny launch date? No. I think uh, it's I think supposed it's first quarter. Yeah, it's supposed to be er- cuz I know for, on Amazon had it for June, but it's supposed to be earlier than that. It's like March, I think. Yeah, I think I the beta is supposed to start early next year. Okay. So, did you pre-order? No, but I'm going to go in and pre-order all my PlayStation games maybe tomorrow. So, okay. I'll probably pre-order it then. Yeah, so you get you get your beta key and then the, you go to the website. It says right on the receipt how to do it. You okay. go to the Bungie website. Register your key. Okay. And they say they'll contact you when they gets closer or whatever. Nice. So yeah, looking forward to that. Did you notice how much the character looks like Master Chief? It does look a little bit like Master yeah. Chief. Yeah. The cover of the game. Did you yep. see it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see what happens with it. I, that's one. Of, that's the game that made me pre-order my PlayStation right. Four. So um, I'm really looking forward to Destiny. Really looking forward to it. So that's right up my alley. Yeah. Really. Okay. Anything else? That's it for my week, I think. Okay. I've only got one quick thing. Still on the diet. I lost three pounds this week, so um, that's all I have to report. I don't think I did anything, really. I I, I realized I hadn't driven my car in over a week. Nice. So <laughs> I, when I worked this weekend, I just took my wife's car because it was the last in the driveway, so. Yeah, that's all I got. So we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 116 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in the What We Played This Week segment. Now, Corey, I'm scared to ask, but what did you play this week? <laughs> oh, these weeks. Uh, these weeks. This month? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I played a lot. Well, not really a lot. Honestly, the most uh, I've been spending most of my time playing Skyrim still. Oh, okay. good. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been deep into that. It seems to be the only thing that I have any interest in really getting into. Other than that, I played GTA a little bit more, um, and I've also been playing on my phone pretty religiously every day on the commute is Tower of Fortune 2. Any questions? I don't know anything about that game. I didn't beat any of any game, if that's what you're asking. Oh, wow. yeah, okay. I, I I was expecting to have a, at least a couple beat, but... <laughs> ML says he beat 105 indie games, total playtime, six hours. <laughs> I resent that, but uh, no... <laughs> No, I didn't beat anything. Um, I could. Eh, I don't think I could have because I've. I've ever since our last episode, uh, I've been playing Tower of Fortune two um, on my daily commute, and again, that's like an hour and a half a day. So every day since our last episode, I've been playing Tower of Fortune two. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do the math. Um, I talked about Tower of Fortune one. I think early on in the Thumbstick Athlete days, the way it works is instead of. Uh, the, the the main mechanic is a slot machine. So for everything that you do, there is a slot machine. Um, and you go to these levels, and to go through the level, you use a slot machine. And the results could be um, a mining expedition. And if you hit that on, on the first, it's, it's three slides, I guess you'd call them. If the first one is the mining thing, then you'll mine. If the first one is a combat thing, then you go into combat. If the first one is... Um, a damage thing, then you get damaged by some trap or something like that. 
And the way it works is if you get more than one in a row, it multiplies it. So if you get two combat things, you'll have you'll fight somebody that's a level two rather than a level one. If you get three, you'll fight somebody that's a level three rather than a level one. Once you get into combat, the way you fight is also with the slot machine. Do you guys remember me talking about the first one at all? Not really. No. No. I did because um, I, I beat the first one a, a while ago, and, I, and that's when I talked about it. Um, but I've been playing the second one. I feel like the second one's set up a little bit more to manipulate you into buying coins. Uh, coins are what unlock levels. They are what allows you to buy equipment, um, all sorts of things. And, you know, when I play these games, I never invest any real money into them, these, these free-to-play games. Yeah, I try not to also. Um, if you can, and it only I would only spend money if I really, really like love the game, you know, just to support the the developers, right. I guess. Right, and uh, the, I mean that's kind of what I'm struggling with with Card Hunter, which is the other game I've been playing a lot of. I I wanna I wanna pitch in, but I'm just so confused as to what is the best way for me to pitch in. Right, uh, but I'll get to that in a minute. So Tower of Fortune Two is it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's all based on luck and slot machines, and you feel like they screw you all the time. Um, but I'm getting through it. I'm at, there's eight worlds, um, and once you defeat the final bosses in all the worlds, you get a key from each of them, and then that unlocks the final level, but that also takes 22,000 gold, so right now I'm just, like, going through a bunch of battles and stuff and trying to get enough gold to unlock the very final level. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that a lot. It's good. Um, I still like the first one more just because it was easier, but there's more going on in the second one. Um, I mean, you sunk a lot of hours into it, too. Yeah, a lot of hours. It has a good retro feel. The graphics are very simple, uh, extremely simple. It's almost like a DOS game kind of thing. That's how That's how simple it is. But uh, I think it's free. The first one was free. I posted that on our Twitter when the first one was free to celebrate the release of the second one. I think the second one was free as well. Because, um, like I said, I just feel like they're trying to screw you the whole time to get your money out of you. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing it as is. Uh, Skyrim. I don't know. What is there to talk about with Skyrim? Yeah. We've talked quite a bit, Skyrim. Yeah. We've, we've kind of beat that. You to, want to talk uh, a little GTA? Bloody, bloody pulp. Yeah, I um, want to hear your thoughts on GTA. Did you? Were you here for the Grand Theft Auto episode or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was... you remember how I said I had cooled off on a little bit? Yeah. No, I wasn't on that episode. That was the one after. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you listen to that at all? Uh, bits and pieces, but I did pick up on that part of it. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. Like, I haven't played it enough to say whether I've cooled off on it or not. Uh, I will say the only update I really have is I played to that initial point, and then I had to do... This is before I even had Trevor. I had to do a quest where I had to buy a suit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have enough money to buy a suit, and I couldn't figure out how to earn any more money. Really? I had a devil of a time figuring out how to buy, how to get any more money until I finally came across one of the, uh, like, random pop-up quests. Uh, I forget, even, I even forget what it was now. I think somebody was, like, running away with money. Or, no, 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 it was a, uh, like, a bank truck, a security truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, and you can break yeah, open yeah. the doors. Uh, and I didn't do that. I actually ripped out the driver and drove it long enough and got away from the police officers so I could get it in Michael's garage. And then I beat the doors down and took the money out. Okay. I, what I usually do, just for future reference, Corey, when you unlock sticky grenades, I'll stick them right on the back and just blow it up. That's all it takes? That's all it takes. Nice. Yeah, because it was an effort. It was like a half an hour drive of me trying to yeah. dodge the cops. Yeah. 
Um, I finally did and got it into Michael's garage and then uh, had my way with it. Nice. Um, and that, that gave me enough money to get the suit, and then I could do the first heist, which is what that was for. Did you enjoy the um, heist? Oh, the first heist was great. As everyone says, it's really great. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, you choose how you want to distribute the, um, the the prep costs, I guess you could call it. And I, you know, put up put the most money into the hacker to give me the most time in the jewelry store. And of course, that I I I, I robbed everything in the jewelry store. Nice. Um, but yeah, I like how they give you the options to to choose who you want to do certain things, and certain people will screw up. As one of my characters did, I chose a shitty gunner, and of course, he crashed his motorbike on the way out. Same here. Um, yeah, I like that, so that 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 happens though. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Like, the more I do them, I feel like I'll be able to to figure it out a little bit more. What, what exactly is going on? I mean, why wouldn't you just spend the most money on everybody? I well, because I wanted more for myself. But but don't you end up losing anyway? If you if you don't choose the best and somebody screws up, you lose their portion. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm really interested to see how online will work out because I feel like there's a lot of potential there for the heists. Are there? There's heists online, right? I there. I believe there are. We'll talk online in a minute because I played some of it. Okay. But a back just back to the single player. I played some more single player. Okay. And I've warmed back up to Grand Theft Auto. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I did too because I was disappointed after how much I was liking it. Yeah. Uh, the second heist blows, Corey. Just to warn you. Okay. Uh, um, especially after how good the first one was. The third heist was fucking awesome. Again, uh, real, real good stuff. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it's it's real sweet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just back into the game, really enjoying it. After I beat Two Souls, my mission is to beat Grand Theft Auto before Batman comes out. Mm-hmm. I got a nice little little setup going right now for my gaming. Mm-hmm. Got some games lined up. So, uh, to the online stuff, I played with Billy. One thing I absolutely hate about it is that you have to go through a tutorial again. And it's like a long tutorial. And you can't interact with other players like oh, friends, for instance. Billy was online waiting for me the whole time I'm doing the tutorial, and it which felt like forever. Yeah. And it's just really annoying. Like, I already know how to play the game. There's a couple of little things they could have just told you how to do without doing a whole new tutorial. Yeah. Um,. Aside from the tutorial, I really like the character generator. You don't have to keep the, the generated character. You can customize the way he looks and everything. But I opted to keep the character that was made for me based on you can pick what your grandparents and parents look like. And apparently they're old Grand Theft Auto characters. I don't know that because I didn't like the other one, so I don't remember anything right. about them. But apparently they're old uh, Grand Theft Auto characters. So you can pick your grandparents and your parents, and based off of those... It generates what your character looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's also based off you put in your lifestyle. So you put in how many hours you get allotted, like 15 hours, say. You put how many hours a day you spend with friends and family. How many hours a day you're doing illegal things. How many hours a day you're doing legal things. You know, how many hours a day you're exercising. So I did it based on, like, real life. And what was made for me was, like, a... 45-year-old guy with a molester mustache and a shirt and tie. Nice. Okay. And wavy hair. That's cool. So I kept him uh-huh. and named him Jake. And, yeah. In tribute? It was in tribute, yeah, to my favorite cashier where I work. Wow. <laughs> He's a really weird kid. Uh, but anywho, um, 
yeah so i i really enjoyed the online mode it's it's a lot of fun and i think it could be great if we make a a crew and set up some heists and stuff like billy told me one thing he did before i got on he witnessed a crew doing a, a heist and to fuck with them he sat up on a hill with a sniper rifle and tried picking them all off <laughs> and i can just imagine like sitting there being who the fuck is shooting him with a sniper rifle that's cool yeah so i don't know i, I was enjoying the, the online it can be kind of frustrating that people can just come up and kill you whenever but it also is just kind of what it is. You can turn that off, but I feel like if you turn it off, it's it takes taking away, away from, from what, yeah. what it's meant to be. Is it supposed to have kind of like a Wild West feel, like anything goes? Yeah. I kind of like that. Anything though. goes. Like, the first thing Billy and I did, as soon as I got in, he came, picked me up in a car, and I go, let's go rob a, a gas station. <laughs> so we get in the car, go into the gas station, and what you can do is you point your gun at the, the clerk, uh-huh. and you just keep holding it there. And you can yell into your microphone. And the more you yell, the faster it speeds up his speed of getting the money out before the cops get there. Uh-huh. So, like, I didn't even think about he has to open the drawer in order to take the money out. So we just went in, and I popped him in the chest with my shotgun. And I go, Billy, where the fuck's the money? He goes, you didn't let him take it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we better get out of here before the cops get here. So we get back in the car and lose the cops. And, like, just cool stuff like that. It's just stupid fun. Yeah. Like, the online mode for me is what the old Grand Theft Autos were, but I'm glad it's a secondary in this in this right. game. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. It's fun as a secondary to do with your friends. Mm-hmm. That's not what I like to do in the main Grand Theft Auto. Right. Um, but I really like it, and I, I think if we got a crew and like went around and actually did some heists, it would be fucking blast. Ra- raise some raise some hell. Yeah. Okay. So I'm excited that uh, Will sold his copy to one of the listeners. Yeah, because he'll probably play he will, it. Yeah, I'm assuming he'll play. So, uh, Looking forward to that. And Jake, I know, has it. We should uh, get a crew going. Uh-huh. Do some stuff. Are we all on Xbox? Yeah, we're, I think believe we all are on Xbox. Hot I've got game. a couple other buddies that have it, too. So, It could be good times, Corey. I'm telling you, we get fun. Okay. Let's do it. Sounds good. Okay. Did you want to talk more about anything you played, Corey? Um, Skyrim. Yeah, go ahead. Uh. <laughs> decided <laughs> decided against it, or I don't know. Um, I've been playing with all the mods on, which I think I talked about a few weeks ago, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Um, all the music, the little sound effect things here and there. It's it's the, those little touches that are make you so much more immersed in the game. It's it's literally the only game that like I come home and it's like. Well, I have this I could play. I have this I could play. Like, I have so many games that I'm halfway through, but the only one I ever want to turn on is Skyrim. Um, I've been I've been doing the Bard's College stuff. Did you guys oh. know Bard's College? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did not know. That's good. It's different because yeah. I've, I never even thought, like, is, is that even a guild quest line? I don't even know. Um, but I'm doing it, and it's a lot of fun. Basically, all I've been doing is the everything in Solitude, the City of Solitude. Yep. Which includes the the Bard's quest line, and I probably have like twenty five hours on my game, and I've only done quests in Solitude. I got to tell you, I've been real close to getting online and ordering the Legendary Edition. I just have that itch right now to like just play some Skyrim. Uh, yeah, I felt I felt the the Skyrim itch too, um, but I, I'm trying to uh, play things that I haven't played before. I know the, you know I played Fable three again, but 
I've been trying to trying to focus on on backlog games. So. Yeah, uh, I, I hear you, Dan. And I've got like I said, I've got kind of a nice little setup right now pre PS4. So the last thing I need is for Skyrim to come in and just grab right. me by the balls. Right, right. But yeah, Corey, that's that's great. That's what's great about that game is like you can spend <clears throat> thirty hours not doing, doing the main story, right, doing, doing whatever and, else, and doing something you have never even seen before. Right, right, right. It, it, well, and uh, as many hours as as I put into that game. I never did the Bard's Quest. Yeah. So, like, I still don't know what it is, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, it is so much better on, on PC, as, as Mike Mike says in the chat, um, with all the, the graphical mods and stuff. And, like, I can just go out to certain view. And even, even in some of the dungeons and stuff, like, it just opens up enough that you can see everything. And with the right mods and everything, the, what do they call it, clip plane? Is that the right phrase? For uh, distance, the distance you can view. Draw distance. Draw distance is <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. You get in the right spot and you just like stare in awe. It's it's great. Um, and that's you... the thing, like with with especially with a game like that, like the mod because it's such a big game, the mod community is is right there, and it makes me want to go back and and try like New Vegas and stuff with all the the current mods on it. New Vegas sucks though. <laughs> It well, it did like... when it first came out, but I feel like with all the appropriate mods and everything and playing on PC with all the bug fixes, I think it'd be fine. Uh, no, because I played it not that long ago. Maybe On what? PC. Really? I think I played it earlier this year, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. It was still, we... per- it was still pretty buggy. Uh, I know and, we hated on it. And but... there, w- there was updates and stuff, but the, like, and they pr- improved the stability a little bit, but it's still kind of a mess. Really? Yeah. Hmm, that's surprising. Yeah. But you're right. Uh, you know the 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 whole P, the P, PC gaming community does did fix a lot of the the issues with it. Sure. I actually know the the reason why I quit was not the bugginess of it. I got into one of the expansions, or yeah, one of the expansions, and I did not like it at all. And I had to finish it before I could get out of it. And I was just like, I'm gonna play something else. So that's why I ended up stop stopping playing it. I think it was earlier this year. So. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, Corey, you have to stop talking about Skyrim now, so I don't buy it. <laughs> um, the Legendary Edition. I still have yet to get into the DLCs, the the Hearthfire and yeah. um, Dragonborn. Dragonborn, yeah. Yeah, Dawnguard. Dawnguard is the one I played in the past. But what's the third one? Hearthfire. Shit, I can't remember. Wasn't now. it Dragonborn? Dragonborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was the last one that came out. Don't know what it is. We'll see. It's so exciting. Ah, god damn it! <laughs> I don't need I gotta that. Buy a house. I I don't even have a companion yet. I'm level sixteen. I don't need that game right now, Corey. Stop it. I don't either. Hey, you sure do. You both do. I have it. I have the legendary edition on my computer. Oh, it's, a, it's a game for gamers. No, it really is, and I am going to re-add it to my collection. I am going to for At sure. Some point. I think I got the legendary edition for like. Thirty dollars. It was on sale on Steam. Such a, if I see it like on deals on for thirty bucks, I'm buying. Or it. maybe like Black Friday, it'll be on sale. Oh, I'll, we'll for sure buy it if it's on sale for thirty bucks. Jesus, yeah, you can't go uh, wrong there. Uh-uh. Just to uh, conclude, what I've been playing because it's it's been a while. Uh, a lot of Card Hunter. Card Hunter. I don't think it's on the. Um, I know we've talked about it off air. I don't think we've 
talked about it on air very much, but I've been getting into the online a lot. Uh, online multiplayer is a lot of fun. It's really addictive. Um, one thing I like about it is when when you choose to play an online match, you can also allow AI opponents. So if it takes a long time to match you with uh, an actual human being, it'll just match you with an AI opponent, and you can they're usually pretty easy, so you can zip through them. And the uh, the re- rewards are based on how many wins you have for the day. So if you win one match, you get a special chest. If you win three matches, you get a special chest. If you win five matches, you get a special chest. If you win ten matches, you get a special chest. And if you win 20, you get what's called an epic chest. So, like, your daily goal is to get 20 wins, but that literally takes all day. I'm I'm convinced, having tried to do it today, and I'm only on chest number 13. Oh, is that your board there, Corey? That's what's going on, yeah. Oh, okay. If you can see it, it says next reward. Um for those that are in the chat and, and on the live stream, that's what they're seeing right now. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a really good game, and I hope it I hope it takes off. Um, I think we've talked about it before a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So uh, if you want the want the rundown on that, check out our episode. Which episode was that? Do I don't know. know. We we talked about it a couple episodes, and then uh, Tito left a voicemail talking about it too. I think maybe yeah. two was it two episodes ago. Yeah, I think so. Cool. It's on our uh, website, I believe, or yeah, Facebook. It's I there. Uh-huh. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Okay, Dan, I actually got to play a fair amount considering I had a new game come out, but uh, I finally played Diablo three demo. Oh, on PS three. Okay, I was feeling spry one night and stayed up past ten o'clock, so <laughs> uh, I sat in bed. Well, the girlfriend slept and fired up Diablo 3, and I really like it. Um, I don't know why I like it, because it's the same thing as I remember from Diablo 2. Maybe it's just because it's on console that I like it more. But it's basically you just click on the enemy like you did in the other ones. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it sets up nicely for a controller. It does. And I think it's almost better with a controller than than just... Because it's more involved than just clicking. Yeah. You know, and it's, then... the the controls are very good. I like the graphical look to it. It's not great or anything, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of barbarian wizard, that kind of thing. Like you know, like the EverQuest kind of characters. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of a co-op with that. I think that would be so fun. Which you can I, do I vol- was hoping that like if if we all four were getting together, maybe right. we could just hammer out some Diablo co-op. Yeah. But um, doesn't sound like that's in the cards, but. Did I talk about that? Mm. Having done Diablo co-op, I couch co-op? You did, yeah, you did talk about that. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, um, I was going to say you can do local and online right. co-op. No, I really like it, and I, I do plan on buying it. I'm probably going to wait for the PS4 version. I don't see any reason to, to buy it for PS3. You know what right. I mean? I've got enough going on right now right. in terms of that, but I did like it a lot, so I want to purchase that. And another thing I wanted to talk about was I didn't even realize this was coming out, but the the Battlefield Four beta. Oh yeah. So I played that on 360. I probably should have played it on PS3 just to warm myself up to that. To the controller. The thing is, I don't really know like where my expectations for, should be right now for this because. I'm going to be playing it on a next-gen console with a different controller, better graphics, way more players. It's, just, it's going to be different, a yeah. lot different than what, what it is right now. Um, it doesn't look very good. 
I don't know if I I don't know if you remember, but last year for or was it two years ago for Battlefield Three when we all played the demo, uh-huh. we all agreed it looked terrible. Okay, for the demo, yeah. but then the final version looked a lot better. Yeah, do you remember that? I do. Now that you mention it, yeah. Uh, so that's well, pr- it's probably kind of the same case. Because somebody said that to me. I was talking to somebody who else who tried it, and he's like, boy, it just looks really bad. And I said to him, I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. They'll get it right. Especially, like you said, next gen with more yeah. players and more And they have a good graphics. pedigree. It's not like you're talking about a new... Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoy playing Battlefield a lot. So I liked playing the beta. I got to watch a skyscraper fall, which was sweet. It feels really scripted when it falls, but, like... It's still a skyscraper falling. It's right. really cool. I happened to be in the skyscraper when it was falling. Do you think that's more of a current-gen console thing, and it might be a little more unscripted because Maybe. of the power of the system for the Could next Could be. I honestly don't know what gen. to expect. I really don't. I, I'm really excited to just get into the next-gen and see the updated graphics and play with that many fucking people. Yeah. It's going to be insane. Was it 60-something? 64. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Which PC people have had. Right. But console hasn't had that yet. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I played the beta just because I'm such a big uh, Battlefield fan and because of the podcast, obviously. But I enjoyed it. I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Not I, not a lot of changes that I notice. I think the biggest changes are going to be the next-gen ge- next impact that they that it has on the game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's more Battlefield. If you like Battlefield, you, you're going to like it. Right. Uh, new maps, mm-hmm. you know. Um, maybe I'll notice more changes when the time comes for that to do a, a more in-depth look at it, but... I didn't get to play it too, too much, but just here and there. Uh-huh. Good stuff, though. Okay. Uh, I think that was it, other than Beyond. And GTA. And GTA, yeah. Okay. More Beyond this week. More GTA this week for me. Nice. Yes. Uh, more Skyrim and Card Hunter for me. Nice. Got a nice, nice variety of genres hammering out right yeah. now for all of us. Definitely. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I played more Fable 3, and I beat Fable 3. Hey, I saw you're playing a lot of yeah. it. Thank you. I wanted to finish it before before this week. I'm gonna try and get one game per week beaten. Uh, try to catch up to Corey a little bit, which I, I'm knocking on your door, Corey. My games don't count. Remember, Corey? No, we count. thought for sure. Well, I thought for sure you'd have at least eight or ten beaten. Yeah, we thought we thought you'd have a lot. All of them. joking aside, I'm, I've just been playing Skyrim. Uh, for Fable 3, I liked it a lot more this time playing it than when I had it for 360, but I think the uh, high expectations were gone from, you know, I had really high expectations for Fable 3. Um, so th- those were all gone. I could just play it and enjoy it, and it, it was good. Uh, not nearly as good as Fable 2. I think I talked about that maybe last week or the week before. Um, Fable 2 is definitely the best Fable in my opinion, and unfortunately it's not available on PC because playing Fable 3 really made me pine for Fable 2, but it's not, uh, for whatever reason, is not available on PC. I, I, I meant to look that up, and I just forgot. But Yeah, it was good. Uh, I'm done with it. I moved on. Uh, I started playing Deus Ex Human Revolution, oh, which I was, yeah. I was hoping Will was here because I know that's one of his favorite games. Yeah, I wanted to, game of the year for him. Yeah, I wanted to talk to him about it. Uh, so far, it's an amazing game. Really? Um, yeah, I really like it. Uh, I like how open it is because after you do like your the 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 first mission, uh, you 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 know you 
your character's kind of like background. It's almost like the tutorial, the first mission, and then see. I don't even know if I got past that, so I yeah, really you, shouldn't even comment. You you, you might not have. Um, yeah, you, you do the first mission where you're you, you know at the beginning where your guy gets hurt and then he has to go through surgery to get his augmentations and stuff, uh, and then you have to have to handle like a, a terrorist invasion of a, a laboratory that your you know your boss owns. And after that, after you get done with that, you're kind of, you know, thrust into the into the world, and it's a lot lot more open than I would expect. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, I don't think I got past that part. It so. it, it opens up quite a bit, and you kind of can do whatever. I've I've spent about five hours in the game, and I've only I, I did one side mission because I've just been kind of exploring the world and kind of figuring out what's going on, uh, fighting people just to upgrade upgrade my my augmentations and stuff. Um, but I like I really like it. It's a really interesting science fiction world. It's set in futuristic Detroit. So you guys um, are more into sci-fi than I yeah, am too. Yeah, definitely. Um, if yeah. if you like sci-fi, it's kind of a must play. I think. Um, Corey, did you play Deus Ex? Yeah, I did. Did you? Did you really I like it? Before Will played it. Okay. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't think really liked it is the right word. But I, I was into it. I don't know why I stopped playing. It. I don't remember. I think I was playing on like on live or something like that, and it just wasn't favorable um experience but i was into it i was like yeah this game this game's pretty good okay yeah um and it took a little graphical tweaking too uh the because i had a couple issues with freezing at first it would play good for about an hour and then it would freeze and crash and and uh it doesn't auto save playing on steam sorry i am playing on steam yes okay I actually had to downgrade from DirectX 11 to DirectX. It's either nine or ten, nine or ten. Uh, I don't know why DirectX 11 was having issues, but I've had issues with like uh, I think I had to downgrade maybe Saints Row the Third from DirectX 11 to DirectX nine or ten to fix graphical issues. I gotta tell you, Dan, you of all people should be thankful that I don't have a PC because right. I'd be calling you every five fucking <laughs> hey. minutes. Big Dan, how do I get this game to work? Right, it is kind of a pain in the balls. Um, but yeah, like I, I just did a search after I, it froze twice on me. I was like, okay, I got to fix this. So God I just did it. a search and you just had to change the direct X thing, which is kind of a pain in the butt, but whatever. Um, it looks and runs great on my computer. Uh, I'll be talking more about it. Like I said, I really didn't get that much into the story. I, after the first like hour and a half, when I did the, the first two story missions that you're supposed to do, I just spent the time exploring and doing that one side mission. So uh, but like I said, so far, really, really enjoying Deus Ex. I told Will I was going to play it when I got done with Fable yeah. 3. So I kind of wanted to play Thomas Was Alone. Um, just well, to you ha- should. I'm going to play that probably after I get done with, uh, when I get done with Deus Ex, I'll play nice. I'll play a couple couple indie games. Because, um, like, I'll probably be able to play that in a night. So, but yeah, yeah. Deus, uh, Deus Ex. Jacob wants to know in the chat, is, is are the graphics worth it? I th- yeah, the graphics are really good. Um it's first person. It's a couple years old now. I think it's two years old. Yep. But they're coming out with a, a new version of it. Dire- not director's cut, maybe? It, it's coming out pretty soon. I, and I, I don't remember what exactly the version's called. But they're actually coming out with a Wii U version, um, which I would, I would definitely buy if I wasn't going to spend $600 on a new console. I would definitely buy it for the Wii U because I think the menus and stuff would work very nicely on the gamepad. Uh, so maybe maybe at some point in the future I'll get it for the Wii U, but uh, you know I think I got it for like six dollars on Steam. So yeah, I got it for dirt cheap uh, on the Xbox. Yep. Arcade or whatever. Yeah, um, you can get it for like 
three bucks these days. It's it's pretty cheap, and like I said, they're re-releasing a, a new version of it. Like it's called like the director's cut or something like that, and it's coming out pretty soon. Uh, I know the Wii U version is supposed to be a little bit more expensive than the other versions, but I guess there's some some control stuff that they use with the gamepad that you don't get in the other on the other systems. So that's one that even if I got through the tutorial stuff, I don't know if I would have gotten into it. Yeah, it just didn't grab me, and I I could be one of those games I just played at the wrong time too. Could be, could be. Yeah. I feel like too it kind of kind of guides you into the stealth approach. Uh, which I took at first because I didn't really know how to play the game, but I think the more I play it and start to understand the controls, I'm going to go more for the the uh, badass run and gun type of type of type of player. Yeah, and not and, going stealth. No, I don't think so. I couldn't go stealth when I played it. It was hard. It was the controls. I don't are... have the patience to do stealth in any game. Yeah, I did in um, this game I played fairly recently. I did a lot of stealth in. Last oh, of Last us? of Us. Yeah, yeah. Well, Corey, did you still haven't played that, have you? Still haven't played it, no. Mm. I, we have to fix that. I really want to play it, too. Yeah. Gaikai. We'll, we'll once it comes, it, once right? it comes out on Gaikai, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. Yeah, it'll Do be you, out on Gaikai before the end of the year. Before, wait, isn't Gaikai coming out next year? I don't know. Whenever it's coming out, it'll be out. Don't worry about it. All the it old- yeah, it's coming out next year. Well, I was going to say, like, I know we'll all have a new PS4, but, like, when I get my PS4... If you want to borrow my PS3 and I play may, it, I may do that. Yeah, but, but I'll we'll, we'll, I'll let you know. We'll about cross that. that bridge when we come to it, <laughs> right? So yeah, so far, as I said, about five hours into Deus Ex, really like it so far. Good, good game, good game. Good. I, I like the story too and the characters. It's good. Did you play anything else? Uh, Fable Three was it? I should mention, um, I got couple more good things for free on playstation plus i got uh grand theft auto liberty city stories for it was a psp game uh-huh. got it for my vita for free and rayman origins for free really yep nice and uh oh it's in feedback i'll let the, okay we'll, let the feedback we'll actually get right into feedback now let me jump uh, down actually the time real dan quick. yeah go ahead i should mention i also played uh the new terraria oh uh, 1.1.2 okay which was much anticipated by terraria fans it's it's good stuff. It's um, there's a lot going on graphically. Uh, I haven't really figured out everything that's going on mechanically, but there's a lot of stuff. Apparently, there's a ton of new items, new bosses, and everything, which sucks because to beat it now, I have to do so much more, and I already have like 60 hours on the game. Okay. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. And they also announced, in the midst of all this stuff, that they're doing Terraria 2.0, like a new Terraria, Terraria 2, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. So that's cool. Okay. Um, I have to run to the restroom. Go ahead with feedback. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Let me just jot down the time. Okay. Uh, feedback. I know I got an email from Eric for the feedback. Uh, do you want to read the the one we just got first? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, this is from Tito in L.A., correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. He says, I'm playing career mode and did a few games. Oh, wait. He had another feedback prior to this one. Actually, he has three feedbacks this week, so maybe okay. we shouldn't. Okay. Because it kind of piggybacks. Oh, you know what? We have a voicemail. Maybe I should play the voicemail first. Did we? Yeah. I, we just got it, apparently. Yeah, play play the voicemail. And then when you do Tito's feedbacks last, Dan, and okay. then I'll read his last one after that. Okay. All right. I should have checked my email earlier. I would have had this set up. That's all right. Uh, there was a question in the chat. Okay. Um, Go for it. Somebody asked, is it worth 
are the graphics, the graphic capabilities of a PC worth putting up with as opposed to just going console? Uh, you know, with the, all the stuff you have to put up with on the side with PC having to change settings all the time. and um, For somebody like you who's tech-savvy with yeah. PCs, I'd say it's probably worth it. Somebody like me, I'd just get frustrated. Yeah, it it really that's a good point. It really would depend on your your level of of PC knowledge. It's actually, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet. So like, if you're ever having trouble with something, you just Google it, and you you you'll find an answer. Really, like if there's anything I don't know, Google. You know, like if if there's something I need to figure out. The thing with PC is you save like, you know, I bought my computer for it was. Uh, $900 and then I, b- I bought a $150 video card upgrade. That's going to last me. You know, I probably need a new video card maybe like at the end of next year. I don't need one, but I'll probably get a new video card at the end of next year. Um, but like those specs will keep me for a few more years on my computer. So really like if you're buying a computer, you're looking to save money on games. Uh, Steam has sta- sales constantly on new games like Bioshock Infinite that came out in March this year. You know, you could get, I, I think I got it for like ten dollars or something and then like older games anything older um steam really like i think uh kind of they make pc gaming they, they, worth it. they make pc gaming worth it there's other places too there's gog which uh good old games which has um gog.com which has a lot of older pc games so if you you know if you played pc games in the past chances are all any good title is going to be on there too and those are all like drm free you just buy them and download them from there. You don't need to worry about Steam if you don't like Steam or Plus whatever. Plus, Steam's got the sharing thing coming out, too, which is yep. only making that better. Yep. Um, you know, and then you could get into the Steam box, which is you, you don't even need, once that finally, the, the Steam machine, you know, once that comes out, you don't even need to have, like, Windows on your computer. So you save money on, on buying an operating system, you know. I'm very interested to see what all that what it pans, what it pans out, out to, out to be, be like for me yeah. personally yeah definitely uh i will have a steam machine at some point that i will probably build myself um i'm hoping that that they do like a streaming box too that that'll be interesting but yeah like really you're making a big investment in the hardware for pc gaming but you save a ton of money on games um i every week i usually will buy the humble bundle or humble weekly sale which comes with four to eight different games and i may never get to them but uh that's exactly how i feel about all the games i buy on steam if you if you if you spend three or four dollars on five or six games that you maybe play one or two of uh, i think i got what uh mountain blade i i bought for you know four dollars and i got 35 hours out of games that you never get to are you actually getting your money's worth well, yeah, because you're always going to have those games, and who knows well, what you're going to, you know, who knows when you're going to get the chance and, to play in the future. Corey, look at it this way. Are you getting your money's worth, or is somebody getting your money's worth because now your friends can play those games, even if you don't? That's true. And because like you can share them on also, Steam. Also, the, the point I've always made is that even if I don't play a game, at least I'm supporting something that looks like I would want to play it and it's something maybe a little different, like an indie game. Right. You know what I mean? At least I'm supporting that. And I can live with spending $4 just because I know I'm supporting it. Right. Once a month, the humble, humble weekly sale is worth it. Yeah. No, you're probably a right. A lot of times there's games that are like, I, th- why would I ever want this? Well, I, I only I will only buy it if, it, if if there's at least one game in there that I'm actually interested in playing at some point. Which happens uh, once a month. Not for me. Okay. I, I have pretty varied tastes. And if you spend, like, $3 on it and you're getting five or six games, uh, you know, a game like – I'm trying to think of an example, but I think Mountain Blade 
I don't I didn't get that as part of a humble bundle, but it's a game that I never would have expected to like as much as I did, you know. It it never got a lot of press. It's a paradox game. Um so, you know, you never know what you're going to stumble upon that you're going to end up really liking and spending yeah. a lot of hours playing. So, uh Crusader Kings is another one I got for on a Steam sale or maybe an Amazon sale even for I think I got it maybe 20 or 15 when I bought it and I spent 177 hours playing it. So, I mean, I've gotten you know. Bastion, Limbo on the Steam sales, like a Proteus, games like that where I didn't pay much for them. Yeah. And I probably would really like them if I played them, but even yeah. if I don't, at yeah. least like, well, I'm, and there I'm was glad a, I have them. <laughs> there was a Humble Bundle, maybe it was two Humble Bundles ago that had it had like it had Fez and Bastion and uh, was Super Meat Boy on? I don't know. There was like seven or eight really super popular uh, indie games on there. And you could, you know, obviously pay what you want. If you paid over the average, you got extra games. But the average was like six bucks. And if you could spend six bucks on all those awesome games, you know, that's that's great. And you really, like I said, you're going to save money on games. Uh, new games are usually only 50 bucks. A lot of times you can find a deal where uh, through... Gamefly or Green Man Gaming, and a lot, I think Will got Metro Last Light for thirty-eight bucks, uh, brand new when it first came out. I he think. did, yeah. So, yeah, you can, you can save a lot of money on on PC gaming. So. Real quick, Michael Michael points out he still has a free copy of Crusader Kings two for anybody <laughs> that wants it. That's right. I think I have one too. Now that I think about it, yeah. Uh, yeah if anyone in the in the chat wants a Crusader Kings two copy, and once you put it to your Steam account, you'll always have it. So even if you don't have a computer now that can play it, maybe someday you will. Some someday a, a laptop will be able to run. You know, someday uh, someday I should say someday a shitty laptop that you buy will be able to run Crusader Kings two with no problem. Okay, uh, voicemail. Here we go. Whoops, that's not... What the hell? Okay, here we go. Hey guys, this is uh, Tito from LA. Um, I know you guys are recording an episode right now. Just wanted to uh, mention I, I had some feedback that I wrote. Uh, just ignore what I said about uh, Beyond Two Souls and Ellen Page. Especially saying that the game probably survived because of her, if anything, but I am a little disappointed that the reviews aren't that correct because I was kind of excited to play it. Um, I don't know if Eric has bought the game and has played a little bit of it, but I'm interested to see what he thinks if he has, uh, if he decide, decided uh, to get the game. Otherwise, uh, have a great episode. Eric's interested to see what he thinks in it, too. As it turns out, because he still doesn't know. <laughs> right, Eric's not quite <laughs> not, not quite sure just yet, but uh, hopefully we'll have more more of that next week for yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, feedback. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking more beyond two souls as feedback progresses. Yeah. Yes, we will. Uh, first is from Twitter. Idaho Jake says GameStop will have five DLC season pass for. Uh, $20 for Batman Origins seems cool, and Dark Souls is making a graphic novel. Sweet. Uh, season pass, 20 bucks for Batman Origins. That's not bad. Uh, it depends F- on what's, fi- what's five in DLC- it. Five DLCs? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see what the DLC is going to be. Yeah. I generally will not buy a season pass. Um, I did for Halo. For, it's the only one I bought it for. For that same reason, only because you don't know. Uh, Borderlands 2 I did buy the season pass for. It was after a couple of the pieces that had already come out. 
Yeah. But that's that's an exception to the rule. I think Saints Row I bought the Saints Row 4 did, I bought yeah. the season pass. The for only reason that I did for Halo is cuz I knew what it was. Like right. it was map packs yep. for multiplayer, which yep. I loved. No so. surprise there. So that was good. Um Batman DLC as far as I know has been characters for the most part, which I'm not really that big on. Like right. I I like Batman as a superhero. I'm not ultra familiar with all the other characters aside right. from like Catwoman and, yeah. and Robin, you know what yep. I mean? So if it's just that that kind of stuff and not any more story stuff, I'm not going to do it. If it's actual story driven more Batman, then I probably would do that actually. Okay. Uh, and then uh Dark Souls is having a graphic novel. I personally wouldn't read it just cuz I'll fall asleep. Right. <laughs> but that sounds cool. Yeah, I it's, love the I, Dark Souls world. I, I was gonna say that sets up nicely for a graphic novel because of the because of the world. Corey, Dark Souls novel? No, I have no interest. That's stupid. No. Okay. <laughs> I do want to play. Well, Dark- that, I mean, that's the the lore and story of Dark Souls is not what got me into the game. Fair enough. Well, what was it that got you into the game? It was the uh, the challenge. It, it was the mystery. Yeah, it was the challenge and the mystery of uh, you know the exploration and all that stuff. Okay, had nothing to do with. Uh, the lore behind what was going on. Well, what about the people that sunk a lot of hours into the game and, and were into the lore? I think that would be, be good for them. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess, if if they want to milk it for, for a little bit more. But other than that, like, it's... it's, it's uh, these, these fuckers in the chat, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not <laughs> worth the... Um, the, uh, the... Where am I going with this? I threw him off his game... <laughs> Sorry, dude. No, I've got the sorry. I've got the Ranger game on while we're trying to discuss this, and the Ducks just scored. So, again, two nil first period. Two nil after the nine two defeat the other night. And I I wrote in the chat Rangers equal Sabers. <laughs> Unfortunate. Anywho, is Dan, still, is Dan still there? Yeah, I'm, Dan's I'm here. here. He's letting us muddle through this little bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We need it. We just need time. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway. Corey. Long story short, uh, Dark Souls lore, not for me. I'm sure there's some people out there that appreciate it, but I'm sure there's some people out there that would appreciate lore based on anything. Right, okay. I see what you're saying. All right. Uh, moving on, Facebook feedback. This is from Michael Minnesota. Beyond Two Souls is awesome. I got really excited for it after playing the demo, and I've not been let down. It has been one of those games where I start playing, and then notice a couple of hours have gone by in a flash because I'm so focused on the game. I intentionally avoided reviews until I had played a few hours of the game so they didn't influence my feelings, and I'm glad I did. It seems like uh, with both Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, people either love them or hate them. Usually when a game I like gets a low score or negative review, I instantly disregard the review. But I can absolutely see why people wouldn't like this game. There's a fixed camera, the story jumps around, and it's not constant action. However, players need to know these things when going into Beyond Two Souls or Heavy Rain. They are more of an interactive movie than a video game. Without giving anything away, I will say there are a couple of weak spots in the story, but I find it plenty entertaining. I, uh, I think people enjoyed Heavy Rain will, that enjoyed Heavy Rain will also like Beyond Two Souls, but I think it's worth giving a shot for anyone that owns a PS3. I'm anxious to hear Eric's thoughts since he loved Heavy Rain so much. I hope that he didn't have unrealistic expectations of Beyond Two Souls because of that. This is completely unrelated, but would Dan be willing to listen to Joe Buck do the rest of the Giants games that have meant them winning out? And no, he couldn't mute the TV. 
uh, to answer that real quick, uh, yes, I would. I'd oh, be, eleven I, and five. That'll get you in the playoffs. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. In the in the NFC East, that will get us into the playoffs. You win uh, that division twice over at eleven and five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I would be willing to take one for the team if if that if it meant that. Yes, definitely. I wouldn't. No. Nah, screw that. Really? Listening yeah. to Joe Buck and having the team make the playoffs? Yeah. No, I'd rather because kill because a nine and six or nine and seven Giants team can win a Super Bowl. Well, Dan, I mean, I would look at it at this angle. If if I'm I, I'm making an argument for Corey. Okay. Uh, the Giants have won two Super Bowls recently. In the, yeah, in the past six years, right. seven years. If it's the Bills who haven't made the playoffs in 12, 13 years, yes, I will. Right. Okay. If it's the Giants, eh, all right, we'll miss the playoffs we, this year. <laughs> right. We've we've had a few good seasons. Right. Here. Yeah, no, I understand your perspective, but I would be willing to take one for the team and listen listen to Joe Buck's bullshit. Fair enough. I actually always tweet every week. Uh, I see that every week. I'm like, they, oh, nice. Like, oh, sweet, it's not Joe Buck because a lot of the other guys are really good. I don't know why Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have to do like the game of the week. Are you a Chris Collinsworth fan? I don't mind Chris Collinsworth. I like Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, a lot of people hate on him. I I think he's fine. Uh, I, I like, like Al Michaels. Gus Al Johnson, Michaels I like a lot too. I like Kenny Albert. Yeah, Kenny Albert's good. Um, Sam Rosen's good. They actually have Gus Johnson do a lot of uh, soccer games now. Oh, do they? And I okay. like it because you can tell he tries to put in the time to like research like the players yeah, and where they and, play and right. stuff like that. It's That's really good. It's good. Uh, a lot of them are versatile and can do. I like when they can do different sports and stuff. Like Sam Rosen, you know, yeah. with, the, with the he does football and right, hockey. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, beyond beyond two souls, uh, you know, we 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 talked about that. It really, like, uh, and I should say, too, anytime anyone has uh, thoughts on a new game, let us know. Let us Absolutely. know what you think. I, and I told him, I, was, I told him that I respect that he likes it that much because yeah. most people, I think, would probably just kind of dismiss it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that I hadn't looked at reviews before I played it. I don't know if it would have made any difference, but uh, I, I was so excited after playing the demo that I couldn't resist looking at the reviews. Right. So, I don't know. What are okay. you going to do? I looked at reviews too, but uh, by the time I get to play it, I would have heard a lot about it anyway. So, yeah, it wouldn't uh, wouldn't have made a difference either way. Right. So, okay. Uh, moving on, Facebook feedback. This is from Ryan Ryan in Iowa. Uh, since my feedback was missed by Tyler la- last episode, <laughs> here it is. <laughs> I'm hoping for some sports talk this episode. I'm sure Eric will have something to say about the Bills. Uh, but namely some hockey talk since it did start the other day and my Blackhawks beat up the Capitals. Speaking of beating up, did you see Patrick Waugh lose his shit and want to throw down with Boost Boudreaux? Anyways, here are my picks for each division. I like Montreal and Atlantic and Red Wings in a close second. I'm going with the Capitals, followed by the Penguins and Metro Division. The Blackhawks, uh, of course, and Michael Nelson's Wild to be second place in the central finally sharks followed closely by the ducks in the west slash pacific i'm not sure why all the so-called experts like the senators so much i saw one expert take colorado for a third place finish in the central uh, which is bananas and i don't think their so-called talent is ready to step up i have the blackhawks repeating against those dirty thugs washington capitals i'm hoping to hear all your thoughts or maybe sports hockey hangover episode also, there's a really good article that breaks down the divisions and the experts where Stan or, uh, and the experts make their Stanley Cup picks. Maybe even call Papa Murtha and see who his picks are as well. Aside from the Rangers, of course. Also, thoughts about the dog shit Flyers dropping Laviolette after three damn games. Why even bring the guy back if you have no faith and run in another direction? You li- 
you all live close to Philly and wondering if you heard anything about the rhyme and reason. I am uh, going to assume Eric has already yelled and groaned about Thad Lewis having a start at quarterback for his Bills this weekend. Here's hoping and kind of assuming Fred Jackson gets 20 carries and CJ gets 26 carries uh, for their upcoming game against the Bengals. Hopefully Will already talked about a real-life trade him and I made, not a fancy but not a fancy football-related trade. I will let him talk all about that. And thanks again to Will for that. Also, I hope this is the episode Corey makes his return, or at the very least he has sent Jared in his place this week. Thanks, fellas. P.S. Giants suck and are going to get spanked tonight. Prediction, <laughs> Bears 34, Giants 13. Thanks for being our Thursday night whipping boys. He's actually not far away from that. I just checked the score, and I think it's 27-14. It's 27-21. Oh, Giants has scored? Yep. Was it Brandon yeah. Jacobs? Mm, it wasn't Ruben Randall. Okay. Uh, that That's actually not a bad prediction <laughs> at all. Uh, do we want to get into hockey predictions? It was Brandon Jacobs. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, go ahead, Corey. I posted mine already, didn't I? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you you, you picked the Blackhawks and the, and the Red Wings for the yes. f- final. Yep. Okay. Um, do we want to get more specific than that? If you want, go ahead. I mean, you tell me. Sure. Uh, okay, so I'll take the Red Wings in the Atlantic. Um, I would. It's tough to take the Rangers in the Metropolitan, considering their their first three games. Um, <laughs> in the Central Division, I got to go with the Blackhawks since yeah. I took them in the finals. And in the Pacific Division, I'll go ahead and take the Sharks. Look, they look pretty tough so far. Corey, so who are, who are you taking in the Metropolitan? Uh, I got. I think I got to go with the Rangers. Sadly, why? Um, because uh, do you they believe haven't... that, or are you talking with your heart? I'm talking. No, I'm not talking. With, if I was talking with my heart, I'd say the Rangers are coming in last. Um, I'm talking with what I what I know and understand. I honestly like after these first few games, I feel like Elaine Vigneault is going to get fired. Do you really? The, the Rangers. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think he's going to last long. Okay. They're missing Tortorella. Like one of the things Tortorella brought to them and is what made them so good was the desperation hockey, the well-conditioned hard forecheck team. Um they haven't done that this year yet. Um and they've been losing because of it. I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. Are they really are they not a very good team and they were just like good because Tortorella was their coach? I don't know. We'll see. Do you think that it has anything to do with starting the starting the year on the road out in the West coast. Just yeah, they're, they're I think just... that has a little bit to do with that, especially uh, doing the back to back against the sharks that they did. Yeah. Cause they had, uh, who did they play? The Kings, the one, and they did well against the Kings. They played hard. Yeah. And then um, to go to do a back to back game, like your second game of the season has got to be rough. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you could tell watching like the Rangers just couldn't keep up at all. If somebody got the puck at the blue line on the sharks and, uh, there were two Ranger defensemen. Like it didn't, it didn't matter who it was, he would outskate the two defensemen and get a shot on net, and there'd be a rebound or something. Right. Um, There's definitely some fatigue that showed, but like, and I, I, I still feel like if Tortorella was the coach, that wouldn't have happened. Right. He's so hard in his conditioning and like training the team to be ready that I don't think that would have happened. Mm-hmm. Granted, uh, Elaine Vigneault is more about offensive creativity and all that stuff. Um, and the Rangers have that talent there with Brad Richards and Rick Nash, who didn't necessarily get a chance to shine too much last year under Tortorella. Um, so we'll see. Maybe that'll make up for it. But uh, you know it's who had scary right you now. You know who had a great season last year was Stepan. 
Yeah, and I think I honestly yeah. I think he'll flourish regardless of the coach. He's Eric, that kind of player. Eric showed He's, me when we were doing one of our fancy hockey drafts. He was like fifteenth in points. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, last year I just sorted it by top fantasy points in our other league, which is completely different from our league. But um, yeah, I was it was getting to be like fifth, sixth round, and I just want to see who was top in points and like everybody was taken except there sat Derek Stepan at like twelfth, and I was like, yeah. And did you take him? Yeah, I took him. Dan <laughs> took him right before I was going to take him. He's a good take. Yeah. I have uh, him in our he, league. He was he was a young player, I think, uh, two years ago was his rookie year. Yeah. yeah. That's um, Remember last his, year he was uh, he was the best Ranger player. Wasn't that his opinion. first game against the Sabres and he scored a hat trick? Hat trick in his first game, yeah. Another Damian Brunstam. Brunstam. the Sabres. <laughs> yep. Okay. Because you came over to watch that game with me. Oh, that's true. Uh, okay. I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my picks, I'm going Toronto in the Atlantic. Right. Um, Copycat. Eh. Uh, are you taking Toronto, yeah, too? I'm taking Toronto. Okay. Yeah, so me and Eric are taking Toronto. Uh, and that's after, like, obviously these are, are after a few games have been played. I well, think Toronto's a strong team. Dan, I really do. you remember at our draft. Yeah, there was comments Everybody about, was taking Toronto players, yeah. and they were all like, boy, we all must think Toronto's going to be pretty good this year. Yeah, and that was without like real without even really thinking about it. Yeah. But they just have a solid lineup. They do have a solid and lineup. Two good goalies. Bernier shut out the Preds tonight. Yep. As their backup. Yep. Who I I'm surprised he shouldn't be the backup. He's not he should be, be the, the starter. And I'm really happy I drafted him. Uh huh. And then in the Metropolitan Division, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I I copycat. Are you serious? <laughs> um, I don't think you can. If Crosby and Malkin stay healthy, I don't think you can count out Pittsburgh. Exactly. So, uh, in the Central, I take the Blackhawks. They really didn't lose anybody. They're still going to be a Same. solid team. The Pacific is a little different for me. Um, I think I'm going to go with Corey and, say, the Sharks, probably. I don't know anything about the teams in that division right. except the Kings. So, I'll go off the board here. Okay. I'll take... I'm going to say Edmonton turns it around. Edmonton? Yeah. Okay. That's a bold statement, dude. <laughs> yeah. They've got to they've got to play well sometime, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they've got it in them. I just don't know if this is the year. We'll see. Right. They're still green. They're still green. And then I've got Pittsburgh and Blackhawks in the finals. Finals? Finals prediction? Yeah, yeah Blackhawks and I'll say <sighs> Who was it last year? Chicago and Boston. Okay, I won't say Boston because I almost did. I'll say Chicago and Pittsburgh. Yeah. As long as Crosby and Malkin stay healthy, that's a tough team to beat. Flurries look so, really good, so too. So we've all got Chicago, eh? Yeah. yeah. Tough yeah. not to, really. Yeah. It's really hard not to take them, yeah. Patty they didn't King. even have a full season, and they dominated. You know what I respect about them, too, is the front office has managed to keep all the players together. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, yeah. going Marlins and having a fire sale. Right. Exactly. Who are they missing from Nobody. the team last year? They just keep re-signing everybody. Yeah. They yeah. just re-signed Jalmerson. You know who they lost is uh, Emery, their backup goalie. The Razor. <laughs> who, to be fair, had, what, like 17, 17 wins? 17 wins. He was 17-1. One, one loss. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he was fabulous. Now he's playing for the Flyers and has he's O and one. That poor guy, Flyers. I, I feel like there's a lot of shitty hockey being played right now by some teams. Yeah, I, the yeah. Sabers are unwatchable right now. Really? They honestly are. I'm not just saying that like because I'm frustrated. Bad hockey. Mm-hmm. 
the puck possession is just brutal. Yeah, dude, that's the Rangers right now. They're losing three nothing to Anaheim. They Anaheim scored in the first again. Period. Yeah, dude, we lost four one. We we have a point in five games. That's gonna be Nashville too. Cause... I'm going to two games. They stole my money. <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going to Buffalo, Nashville. Yeah, in, Corey, in, did did you know that? In March. Yeah, I heard you say it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Bruh. I'm excited. Did that's you want good. me to talk Bills real quick since yeah, I was go mentioned? For it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to the game this weekend. I'm not looking forward to it at all. I'm bummed that this is my girlfriend's first Bills game because I know how awesome they can be. And, like, who's excited to watch Thad Lewis? Right. Nobody. Except his parents. <laughs> and His parents will be proud. Right. Uh, I'm obviously still going to root for them. We have a healthy defense now, so that's good because our defense was doing very well without all their players. Who knows? Maybe we pick off Dalton three times and take a couple back for a touchdown. You never yeah. know. We could still win. That's I the good thing no about hope. football. Yeah, I really I don't think there's any way we win that game. But I'm hoping Fred Jackson has a good game. I picked him up. I think Freddie will have a good game. The Bengals' run defense is middle of the road. Uh, they'll be running the ball. Mm-hmm. Thad Lewis can run, too. So, I mean, you're going to be seeing a lot of running. Um. Spiller's still a little nicked up, too, so Fred's probably going to get most of the carries. Okay. Did you, by any chance, see the Peyton Manning naked bootleg? <laughs> yes, I saw. Oh, God, that was he's, fabulous. He's still running, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> How slow is he? He's super slow. And it was funny because the camera didn't even yeah. It didn't even follow him. Well, why it, would you it, ever think exactly. that he's running the ball? And he just, it, was, it was fabulous. It was yeah. such a good play call. And I don't know if it was a Peyton Manning audible or not. Probably. But, it was it was the perfect play call. Yeah. Um, so okay, where are we? Okay, uh, so that was from Ryan and Dan. Iowa. We got to get our Patty Kane poster hung up. I know we do. We absolutely do. do. I keep meaning to come down here during the week, and I never never think about it. You know it. how I was mentioning that I'm thinking about getting a Patrick Kane USA jersey. Oh, are you? My birthday is when the Olympics start. Oh. Oh, I already got my birthday present from my girlfriend. Well, buy yourself a birthday present. Maybe mom. There you go. Patty Kane USA jersey. That's a great idea. I'm yeah. excited to see what the jerseys are going to look like this year. Yeah, I'm pumped for the, the Olympics. But moving Me on. Me too. Uh, this is from Tito in L.A. After looking through the review of Beyond Two Souls and a lot of the video and screenshots, I can't help but feel the main character, Ellen Page, was totally miscast. Is this um, what this, he said to disregard? This, yeah, this was the one he was talking about. Should we read it anyway? or Probably. Yeah, go ahead. Just know that he uh, he kind of re- rescinded some of his thoughts uh, in his voicemail. Uh, was totally miscast. There's just something not right with the look of the character. I don't know if she looks too young when they have the old when they have her older or what. Uh, but even if they did have someone who fit the part better, uh, that may not have fixed the supposed problems some reviewers had with the game. Of course, I'm saying this never having played the game. I will probably pick it up later down the road when it's much cheaper. Based off of Eric's review, I would love and my love of soccer, I bought the digital copy of FIFA 14 for my PC. Would rather have done it on console, but my PS3 only have 40 gigabytes of space, and it was a spur-of-the-moment purchase. Also, I had bought Nino Cooney digitally the first time, not realizing uh, they don't warn you if you can't install the game, not having enough space. Nino Cooney was 21 gigabytes, wow. and you need double the the space for installation. Oh. Two times. Or 21 times 2 equals 42. I could not install it and had to wait a couple weeks to get my money back. Uh, so that was from Tito. Tito, I think you can swap out the hard drives in the PlayStation 3. Um, I think you can buy just any any old hard drive. Am I right, Corey? In the PS3? Yeah. 
Yeah, you, I think you can. Uh, you can plug in any old um, uh, external hard drive. You can plug in external, but I think you can swap out the internal one too. I think oh, just they, like that. I think they designed it so you could just buy a hard drive and swap it out. Uh, look into that, but I, I, you know, Google it obviously. But I'm pretty sure that that was one of the benefits of the PS3 was that you could put any any hard drive in it. Um, like I said, don't quote me on that. Look it up, but I, I, I think you can do that. Uh, but like Corey said, you can just add an external or maybe a, uh, you know, like a buy a 64 gigabyte USB flash thing too. That would be that would be the way to go. And you time. want me to read his other? Yeah, yeah, um, you can read Tito's other. Playing feedback. career mode on FIFA, and I did a few games. I noticed it's easier to score, but I'm wondering what mode Eric recommends if I want to build a character and have him get better. Or what is just playing the best mode to play? Uh, FIFA 10 had a book of challenges to do, and each one completed gave points toward your stats. Do they still have that? Also, can you still upload a photo of your face to put on your custom character? That was fun. Uh, you want me to go through those? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I haven't found it easier to score. I'm interested to hear why you think it's easier to score. I think it's a little bit harder. Uh, corner corner kicks are a little easier to score off of, but in general, I've definitely found it's a little bit harder to score than last year's game. Um, to build your character, um, you could make a pro on pro clubs and build your character by playing playing pro clubs. Um, well, you're on PC, so you couldn't play with us. I don't know. You'd, you'd have to just play like drop-in games, I guess, on pro clubs, which just means you're playing with other people using their pro. Uh-huh. And it's just kind of a big clusterfuck, really, so I don't know how much fun you would have with that. Right, because part of the fun of that is the teamwork with your friends, right? right? Um, you can also use your pro that you make in a career mode, I, I'm almost positive, and you can upgrade them that way. I think if you use your pro in the arena and do like skill moves, you'll unlock some of that stuff. So there's different ways that you can do it. Um, FIFA 10 had a book of challenges. Yeah, there's, the challenges are still there to give you points for your stats. Uh, one thing that I love about doing it with pro clubs is while you're playing the games with your friends, um, say I cross a ball in really nicely and, and a teammate heads it in, I'll get it'll come up in the top right of the screen. I got plus one long ball passing, you know, for a good cross in. I really like that. So you're, you're while you're playing it, you're, you're leveling your character up without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can find a club to play, that's that's the ideal way for me. Do they still have the upload your face? Yes, they do. You have to do it through the computer, and I've never done it, but one of my friends did it. It's pretty cool. It looked just like him. It was kind of weird. Nice. But, yeah, it's a cool feature. And the best mode, in my opinion, on this year's game, for me so far, has definitely been career mode. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, which you usually don't play. No, I'm usually completely online only. Yeah. So... Pro clubs is a blast, though, if you have people to play it right, with. Right, That's right. the thing. But I, you being on PC, I don't know how that works on there. Um, it's through through Origin yeah. PC service. So, if you have people to play pro clubs with, that's probably my favorite. If you don't, career mode this year is really fun. Uh-huh. So, okay. And I did a manager. I didn't do a player on career mode. Okay. So. All right. Thanks, Tito. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last was an email says, hi, boys, a few things on my mind for you. One, some of you, I think Corey, spoke of wanting to watch more movies, so I highly suggest watching Wreck-It Ralph. If you haven't already, uh, it may be an animated movie, but it definitely holds up, especially if you like video games. Just like how Toy Story was the story of what happens to toys when people aren't aren't around, Wreck-It Ralph is the story of what happens with arcade-slash-video-game characters when people aren't around. 
Uh, it's cute, funny, and the details of the video game world are very nostalgic, making it feel comfortable. Hopefully I can convince Ryan and I what to watch as well. Two, I'm interested in the newly released Beyond Two Souls, but have one concern. The main character looks too much like Ellen Page. With her voice acting, I have a feeling I'm just going to see Juno being super philosophical slash magical through the whole game. And she looks like the girl in The Last of Us. Ugh. I'm not sure why I'm so hung up on the resemblance, but hopefully it doesn't take away from the story. Thanks. Uh, Valerie in Illinois. P.S. Show needs more Valerie Murtha. She seems awesome. Which my wife will love to hear that because she's been actually asking me to get on. Oh, I so, Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to get her on for for an episode uh, coming up pretty soon. Uh, Wreck It Ralph. I think it was me that said I need to watch more movies because I don't really watch very much TV or movies. So it's probably me that was talking about needing to watch more movies. And I actually have wanted to watch Wreck It Ralph. I really like a lot of those animated movies. There, some of them are really good. Like Wally was really good. Uh, Ice Age was really good. Um, they're generally pretty good movies. So uh, I'll get to get to it at some point. I'm sure my son. Um, he's, he's two and a half now, so he'll be wanting to watch stuff like that before too long. And it seems like, like it's a, a, you know, really cool idea. I didn't realize that that's what it was. It was what video game characters do when people aren't around. I didn't realize it was like, oh. like to- Toy Story in that, in that regard. So, uh, that's kind of cool. Corey, you haven't seen Wrecker Ralph, have you? Uh, I actually, surprisingly, I have. Oh, like, have you? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually watched it for the first time. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, I I wouldn't put it in a category with the best Pixar movies like Wall-E and uh, you know some of those other ones. But yeah, it's 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 pretty good for uh, for those that are into video games. I I recommend it just okay. for for that reason. Like you just said, it's it's like what happens in an arcade when the lights go out and everyone okay. goes. It's kind of like the the Toy Story um, of arcade cabinets. That's cool. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty cool, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of references, a lot of video game references in it. Uh, like Bowser makes an appearance, um, so it's good stuff. Uh, like I said, though, I wouldn't put it up there with uh, some of the best animated films, but right. uh, it's a, it's a good watch anyway. Well, Wally was uh, was stunning and it's really a classic, re- really good. Yeah, uh, probably one. It's probably my favorite animated movie, uh, right up there with Ice Age, probably. But yeah, Wally was fantastic, fantastically yeah, done, for sure. Okay, uh, interested in Beyond Two Souls. Um, Ellen Page with her voice and acting feels like it's just Juno. Didn't and take me out of it at all. I wanted to get into that actually because the it, I think that's this this sort of thing is going to start happening more more often in video games where you get actual actors, um, actors and actresses. Um, playing parts in video games and do you think that's going to cause a problem with like typecasting where someone um gets kind of type like uh i think of like a george costanza you know jason alexander he's always going to be george costanza no matter what he plays like do you think that's going to start happening with with uh video game people you know actual personalities being in video games and whether that's going to cause any conflicts i don't think like, uh, like a nolan north kind of thing nolan if he north. tried to make the jump to like triple a film is that what you're saying? Yeah, or or, or vice versa, where you know you're going to get a, a character from a movie like uh, I don't know, I can't think of a specific example, but you're going to get people that, that that don't yeah that don't fit well into a video game because you just picture them as you know it, it, it's like a, oh I see not 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 the, like you're only going to be able to identify them with cinema right and it's going to be hard for you right. to make to, that to, transfer to play, like oh it's a video to game. play them in a video game. I don't think it'll be tough for me. I mean, I'm playing Beyond Two Souls right now, and I've never even thought of that. Right. 
Yeah, I would say, I mean, if that's the case, it's a fault of the, um, of the game and yeah. the game's director. I, don't, I wouldn't say... I think it's partially, any... partially of the person, too. Yeah. Well, I, no, I disagree. I feel like if, if the character and the acting is right, it, it won't bother you. Right. I've um, actually really liked having two actor, an actor and an actress that I knew in the video game, especially because they do a really good job. I kind of like it. Right. Okay. Exactly. If if Ellen Page playing, I haven't played it, but if if playing Beyond Two Souls, if Ellen Page jumps out at you as Junko, Junko, Juno, Juno, Juno. <laughs> Juno. Did you ever watch um, Juno? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. If 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 playing that game, if Ellen Page jumps out at you like Juno, then I feel like it's a fault of the game and the acting. I could see the acting, definitely. Um, because Alan Page is, she's a very versatile actor. Um, I, you know, she was great in, uh, I can't think of the name of the movie now. The one with uh, the different levels of sleeping. Oh! Shit. Inception. Inception, yes. yeah. She was good in that. She was good in Juno. She yeah. was good in. She was good things. in Inception, but her role was like the exposition lady. Yeah. Like, let's explain to all the viewers what's going on. Yeah, you're right. She was kind of a plot device, I guess, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think we're. I do think we're going to start seeing more of that, though. Actual actors and actresses playing roles in video games. It'll be interesting to see how they how they work that out. This is kind of. I mean, there's been examples of this in the past. Um, but but more like like I think Saints Row, um, where they just have um, like who would you want to play Commander Shepard? I don't know. I, I've I've thought about that. There's actually a guy that was in in a TV show that I think would be a good uh, Commander Shepard, but I can't remember the name of the show, and I definitely don't name know the name. Oh, of the I actor. got her, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah. Star Trek. What about what about uh, Hemsworth? He's... One of the Hemsworths. Yeah, I can I see. Him. I, I can see more. Chris. Chris Pine, I think, is too. He he's not rugged enough looking. Okay. Um. Fair, fair enough. He's got that weenie factor. <laughs> no, I like. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I like Chris Pine. I I just think he's not, he's not rugged enough like for Joe for Flacco. Shepherd. He's got the weenie <laughs> factor. Right. What about AC Slater? No. No. <laughs> Mario Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez. Oh, it was it was was it Prison Break? That was on it was a show our sister used to watch. And and there was two there was two dudes, they were brothers, and one was in prison and one wasn't. It was the, those two guys that that maybe they were twins or they looked really close alike. I think that was a show. That that one of those guys would be a good Commander Shepard because they have kind of they had the shaved head anyway, but they mm. kind of looked like rugged. Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins would make a great Commander Shepard. No, I would put Done. him as Garrus Vicarian. <laughs> so, uh oh, and one other thing I wanted to mention to Valerie because she, she's written in a couple times before and also uh uh Julian in Chicago and Narc uh, for you know our new forever he's narking new, new feedback uh, submitters I guess uh, give us your top five favorite games of all time yeah we need to do those so uh, you know when when you get the opportunity let us know where your top five favorite games are so yeah that's it for feedback right yeah I think it is Dan. does anyone have any roundtables uh. <laughs> I know I didn't oh, I, I didn't get one. Might. 
I well, I got just because we were talking Beyond Two Souls, and I just saw this um, before I came over here. Uh, GameSpot. It's not an article. It's a video they put up. They have these little stupid like little TV segments now, which I hate. But the question, because of Beyond Two Souls, is should games try to be films? I thought that was interesting. That is. That's a, that's a, right off the bat. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's a bullshit question. But go ahead. Well, I I didn't have anything to follow that up with. So why <laughs> don't you go ahead and explain why it's bullshit? It, it it's like asking like, should TV shows be film? Should uh, should painted pictures be film? What does that even mean? I think they mean more along the lines of uh, uh, an interactive movie. I guess not film in the traditional sense, but uh, more interactive movie. You know, like like. Uh, so I, I think of the Walking video Dead games game. be interactive movies. Well, here this is the question he poses: Are games trying too hard to be movies, or? Our experiences like Beyond Two Souls opening up new avenues for the medium. See, that's that's what I was going to say. Is I think I like having a variety. You know, there may be a situation where I do want to sit down and play a video game that's that's basically just a story where you push a few buttons to have some interaction with the story. Uh, generally, I'm not. I don't care as much for those types of games. I play a game to play a game. The story but, has but, to be really good. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I think and there's some that of those. That's what. Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe are bringing to the table. Right. While the story's good, I don't think it's to the level that it would need to be. Usually, yeah. but they're making it like worth right playing and watching. You do know you, what I mean? Do you think if they had just like standard video game characters with standard voice actors that it would have been the same? No. No. No, I don't. Okay. You know, and it's kind of the opposite of what Valerie's concerns were. I think it's added to the game knowing them you know okay. what i mean and that's good already appreciating what they bring to the table right it brings a little credibility you know what i mean and yeah. they just they do a great job anyway okay so i yeah I, I mean i don't know as if games should try to be films not too hard right heavy rains about as far as i would go with that yeah and i i certainly think there's a place for that type of game there's probably a place um, for it and a genre for that but I, I think it's one of those things i would want to play once a year right Right, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. And you have to be in the right kind of set of yeah. right frame of mind, I guess, to to yeah. play that type of game. And and I I wouldn't want them to be too long either. That's the other thing. Because if they're too long, then it's like watching a, an eleven hour movie, and you don't want that. I, I'd say ten hours tops, right. probably closer to eight for me. Right. Like I've still got at least a good another couple hours of willingness to play beyond two souls mm-hmm. where i like feel like i want to play it you know what i mean yeah but it's also coming from a game maker of my favorite game ever right. if it was somebody else i might not be quite so willing to sink that time in yeah you know what i mean it's a it's a, it's a fine line you'd ha- you have to do it right if you're gonna do it yeah and you're also balancing the amount of hours, like the 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 cost, because like you said, Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page probably didn't come that cheap. Come all cheap. that all that mocap stuff probably wasn't cheap. No, uh, you have to charge sixty dollars for that game. You have to make sure you get enough enough hours of the game where you're, you know, saying everything you want to say in the story. Uh, also, giving the the people who buy the game enough to say, okay, that was worth sixty dollars. Right. And that's where I feel like maybe they put a couple chapters in as filler that, to appease the video gamer that's playing the game okay. as opposed to the 
person who's a little more open-minded about video gaming. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Because that particular scene that I mentioned, Navajo, had more action-y stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough to talk too much about it without spoiling the, the entire scene, so I won't. But Okay. Yeah, I hope it wasn't just filler. I hope something else comes out of that scene because then I would be like, okay, now I see why you put it in there. Right. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thought, Corey. Uh, like I said to start, I feel like this is the worst conversation of all time. That's <laughs> uh, because you're drunk. You don't think we salvaged it a little bit? No, no, I mean, no, I'm not taking any credit away from you guys, but 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 to ask like should should it's like asking like should one medium of art try and be a different one it's like well no right you know i see what you're saying i don't know it's but, just uh, silly to me because like like okay. video games and interactive quote unquote interactive media there's it's such a different thing relative to to films and and yeah maybe uh heavy rain and beyond two souls are as close to a film kind of thing as we're going to get but I feel like to ask the question, like, should they just be straight-up movies, is, is kind of silly. Um, Eric w- would maybe disagree to a lesser extent uh, regarding Beyond Two Souls, but I think we, we can all agree that Heavy Rain was a great example of interactive media and something that video games can do exceptionally well as opposed to films. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think uh, this whole genre, if it even turns into a genre, because I don't think there's much with it right now, but... If it turns into a genre, it's only going to lend more to the argument of video games as art. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, because what, what Quantic Dream has done is very artistic. And uh, the Walking Dead game, too. Yeah. That's, Which that's along, to play, yeah. along the same lines. Yeah. So, Corey, I mean, aside from the question, do you think that's something that should be pursued more? Or do you think it should remain kind of niche even for the gaming community? Do I think what should be pursued more? Like the, the the more movie interactive story type of video game. I think I think those kind of games I don't really care for. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion those aren't necessarily games. I don't I don't know, I guess I guess I don't really I mean would you question. would you consider Heavy Rain a game? Yes, absolutely. Okay. What because I want you to the, play Beyond the, Two Souls and be, see what because you think. I, yeah, I haven't played Beyond Two Souls, so, so I can't speak yeah. from that perspective. But speaking um, from the the Heavy Rain perspective, I feel like the gamer has some input on the outcome of the story, right. and they have influence over what happens, and that is that doesn't happen in films. I see what you're saying. So, so like, because a Walking, did you play The Walking Dead? Yeah, I played the first chap, first two chapters. Okay, and, and and that's along the same lines. Is you have input on how the story turns out, so that's also different from potentially like what Beyond Two Souls could be, which which means you just kind of play through a story. So you're right. saying you're saying it's fine as long as the the gamer has an effect on the events of the story, and the ending is different based on those you know what you do throughout right. the game. Which which I mean, um, going back to The Walking Dead, some people would argue. It it was the illusion of choice, um, which I, I think is what Beyond Two Souls has. Okay, okay. maybe I don't know. I, I didn't play uh, enough Walking Dead, and I haven't played Beyond Two Souls, so I can't speak to that. Um, but even if it's the illusion to choice, like you still feel like you are influencing the storyline to a certain extent. Um, what was the other game you mentioned in there? I was gonna. Oh no, you didn't mention it, but Uncharted. 
um, right. is one of those series that I just couldn't get into because I felt like I had no influence over what was happening, and I was playing a very cinematic game, um, but because of 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 my input as the the player um, was just it wasn't there, and that's why I just couldn't get into it. Well, Corey, say the story in Uncharted had been better, could you have gotten into it? I mean, without I, them yeah, adding there... choices or anything. There are certainly exceptions. Um, what is one game that I liked that was like linear like that? Like I didn't have a lot of input on what happened, but I still liked it. it See, was... I wish so much that you had played The Last of Us too. I'm talking about these two games. I know you haven't played, but I feel yeah, like I mean, that's a good example for what you're talking about. It's the... linear. It's cinematic. You don't have a lot of choice, but it still is fucking amazing. Okay, so, so let's just say The Last of Us for the sake of argument. I haven't played it, but I, there are there will be and there are exceptions that I can't think of yeah. that because I'm physically um, influencing or not even because I'm physically experiencing the game in front of me, mm-hmm. I get an emotional response that I wouldn't get otherwise out of the game. Yeah. And going back to The Last of Us, I remember reading reviews that it's like, well, yeah, like even though you're playing it, you don't get a lot of input on what's going on. Like you're still going to experience all the same things, but to physically feel the weight of your character and move through the world is enough for you to yeah. get more out of it playing a video game than you would just watching the film. Totally and agree. I, yeah. That, that's a really strong emotion that I felt. I can't, I can't put my finger on any specific experience right now, but like there's been times where I've been playing games that, if I were watching the film version of the game, I wouldn't get the same experience out of it as if I was physically, you know, moving my character and doing this stuff, even if it was a very linear game. Yeah, I hear you. I appreciate that thought. I, I want you to play The Last of Us and Beyond Two Souls really bad, because I really want, like, you specifically, your opinion on the two games. Yeah. Especially Beyond. I think, honestly, if I'm being honest, I think you'd hate it. <laughs> I don't think the story would bring enough, like you being like uh, into movie writing and stuff like that. I don't think it would bring yeah. enough to the table for you, okay? Especially because the choices don't really seem to matter all that much. What's the uh, what's the the gameplay time on that? Do we know? Eleven and a half hours. Oh, that's long. Yeah. What was Heavy Rain like? Six hours? Yeah, Heavy Rain wasn't long. That was a shorter one. Which I think that's kind of in the wheelhouse for that type of it game. Is oh god, that game's perfect. Yeah. But then, like I said, you run into the someone being upset because they spent sixty dollars on a game that that has no replay value. That was only six hours long. You know? It has replay no, value. Heavy Rain does. Yes, I'm talking about Beyond Two Souls. If that was only me. six hours, that's right. my personal opinion. Emnels right. disagrees with me. He oh, says he can't replay? wait to play it again. Okay. He said he may change his mind. You know what? He isn't as far as I am. He may right. change his mind, but for him, he wants to play it again. I just, for, for that kind of game, I just don't see the replay value. I want the one experience. Mm-hmm. This is what I chose to do. It was my gut feeling. Yeah. I only want to know that. See, I, I that's the type of game where I do like to play again because I like to see how different choices yeah. maybe affect the game. I want um, you to play Heavy Rain. I, I'll, I'll play it eventually, I'm sure. As long as it comes out for, for Gaikai. But it has to. I'm sure it will. Well, regardless, I have the PS3 well, well, I'll and play Heavy it, Rain. I'll play it You'll one get way to or play the other. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, Mass Effect was one game I played through, like, or the the Mass Effect games I played through countless times to see how each decision you make affects the story, like, later on in the game. Even, like you were saying about paying 60 bucks for a game that's only six, eight hours long, like, if you like it that much and it did that much for you, 
then I'm like, it's worth it. Have my money. You know what I mean? I bought, I would have bought Beyond Two Souls just based off of Heavy Rain. Right. You know what I mean? Uh Because even after E3, when I got kind of down on it, I was like, I'm still going to buy it. I knew that I was going to buy it just based off of what Heavy Rain brought to me. What do you think that was about? That different type of trailer for Beyond Two Souls. I don't know. Were they trying to go for the mass appeal there with the army thing? I I had heard that they're not going for the mass appeal, and they did say that this game's not for everybody. Yeah, but with that specific trailer, yeah, like, that's what I th- I would think. Oh, that and they, they argued that. Well, I I had heard a an interview with them, and they they did say that the game is certainly not going to be for everybody. Oh, it's they, definitely not. That they weren't going for mass appeal. Well, or I, was it Last of I get it might have been the Last of Us that that was what they said. It sounds more like Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, but I definitely see that this, this game's definitely not for everybody. But like. That specific trailer just kind of threw you completely off the trail of what you've seen before that. Yeah, you know which I, mean? I thought they might have done that on purpose to throw people off and the scent. They may have. They absolutely might have. And coming from like kind of an artsier studio or whatever, that could very well be what they did. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, Maybe it was just to get, just to fuck with you or just to get more people interested. I don't know. To get Call of Duty Bro interested. Call of Duty Bro would hate to be on two souls right i mean fucking hate it right okay but all right anything else no i need you guys to play these games yeah i'm definitely interested in playing them yeah someday you know what i do have one other thought real quick Corey. i got thinking to myself about you and your ps4 okay is there any possibility that you sell your PS4 within three months? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I thought there might be. Yeah. Why do you um, think that is? I don't know because, like, I have a PC that can play graphically equivalent games. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, and if I get my PS4 and there's like two indie games that I'm interested in and and nothing else, like, yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to see what your thoughts were. I don't know. Even a, know is why? That bad, is that a bad answer? No, no. I, I, that's fine. I just wanted to know if that was a possibility because I, I don't even know why I got thinking about it. But I was like, you know what? I could definitely see Corey, especially with the the launch titles that are coming out, selling yeah. his PS4 pretty quickly into it just to try and make his money back if he doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't care about any of the. Uh, no, I know you don't. Release titles. I know you don't, and I, I I could see that. I'm I'm mostly hoping there. I mean, obviously, there's not great launch titles. I think but the order is going to be coming out shortly, shortly thereafter. Yeah, I because that was the 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 game on the new Game Informer cover. Yes. Uh, which I, there's not not a lot of games coming out like now, but it PlayStation Three had a lot of awesome exclusives, so I'm hoping that kind of carries over to PS4 too. Stuff that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else but on the PlayStation. So right. That's what I'm hoping for. And the Gaikai thing. I missed a lot of the... I didn't have a PlayStation 3, so I'm hoping a lot of the exclusive... The PlayStation... Awesome PlayStation exclusives. Uh, well, they'd be I, I get to play. To. I get to play on that. So yeah. I've got some making up to do, too. Sure. So. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you don't sell it, Corey, but I, I'll be honestly, I'll be pretty surprised if you don't. Corey, you shouldn't sell it before Destiny comes out. Uh, no, I, I really don't think I'd, I'd sell it. I hope um, not. If I if I did though, that would be the justification. It's like, Fair well, enough. I don't, I don't, you know, there's nothing on here that's keeping me playing it. So. Is Destiny coming out enough to keep you waiting for it? I thought Destiny was the PC one. No, no Titan that's Titanfall. Titanfall. That's something else. 
Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm not into those games. I need like a high fantasy RPG to keep me <laughs> keep me invested. All right. So you won't be getting like The Witcher for for PS4 instead of PC. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I I guess like. I'd need to figure out which one is better, my PC or my PS4. Probably the PS4, right? Uh, you mean for graphically? Yeah. Eh, they're probably comparable. Comparable, yeah. I would think. It's tough. The, it's the, tough. They're not going to squeeze the best out of the system until years from now. So Yeah, but it, it's so nice gonna... to get stuff on Steam and just have no, it I know. forever. Have it forever. And with uh, using The Witcher, the, they're going to have special things in the witcher 3 if you have the witcher already on your pc yeah because they're pc guys too you know right cg project red shit fuck all you pc guys (laughs) Uh, maybe i'll just cancel my pre-order and buy a new video card (laughs) i honest to god if you did that and told us next week i wouldn't be shocked yeah i've been thinking about it every day have you yeah see that doesn't surprise me at all for 400 bucks you could get right? a pretty amazing video card. Yeah, I can get a good video. I'll be really disappointed if you do it, but I'll also be like, yeah, it's typical Corey. <laughs> Vintage Corey. Vintage classic Corey. <laughs> okay. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, all right, I think that's I'm gonna, it. I'm going to okay. play so much Skyrim in like five minutes. Oh, I'm jealous, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play uh, Deus Ex when I get upstairs. So. If my girlfriend's asleep, which she probably is, I might do some Vita tonight. Nice. Maybe Walking Dead. The handhold handhelds are nice. Yeah, maybe get into some Walking Dead tonight. Huh? Speaking of uh, high fantasy, uh, high sci-fi, Dave Sex, they do good good job with all that stuff. Yeah, it's really good. It's very fascinating. Suck yeah. me right in. Can't wait to go upstairs and play. I'm looking forward to the next gen one too. Sure. Hopefully, I hammer this one out. I actually kind of want to go back and play the first. The first I was gonna say, Genesis. have you ever have you ever experienced the first one? Yeah, I had it for Xbox, I think. The first Xbox, not Xbox three sixty. No shit, really? Yeah. God, that's I, old. I, I don't think I played through it, but it was it was it was pretty awesome. I just thought yeah. of another question for Corey. Uh-huh. We keep getting ready to wrap up. <laughs> uh well he hasn't been on in a few weeks, but yeah. uh Corey, have you been looking at any of the Assassin's Creed four stuff? People are kinda disappointed with what they've seen so far. I've I've not. I've not. I've been staying away from it. Uh-huh. Um I get, it gets to a certain point with games that are coming out soon that I'm just like, all right, no more. I'm into it. Okay. I'm just going to buy it. We'll see what happens. You, do you feel comfortable doing that with games costing 60 bucks though? Um, I mean, we are talking to $160 Budweiser guy. Right. Yeah, that, that's a good question. I mean, if I can get it on Steam for like 50 bucks or something, I'll even feel good about that. Well, um, if, you, if you get it for PS4, you can trade it in. Well, the thing is, I don't know if I can wait till PS4 because it's two weeks after the the regular release, right? Uh, the, I think so. The Xbox. Ordinarily, uh, I would say wait, but like, you know what's going to suck about this little window that we have here is it's going to suck for the podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. we're waiting what two weeks after these games are coming out. Yeah, you're to do the right. shows, and like it almost makes me want to get it for the. 360 or, or no, it would have to be PS3 so I could do the upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. But at the same time, like I don't want to ruin my excitement for release night. Yeah, yeah. The, the boner that I'm gonna have. <laughs> well, even the even the PC version of uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Four is coming out later than the the PS3 and Xbox 360 version. Really? 
Yeah. Why? I think it's like two weeks afterwards. No, Ubisoft does that a lot. They're weird about that for some reason. That's so stupid, too, because if I had a PS3, I'd, I'd pick it up for uh, for the, the trade-in when the, the yeah. PS4 comes out. So uh, they'd, make, I an, don't, they'd so. make an extra 10 bucks off you, you know? They would. They would. I wish they. I wish you could do like a crossover, like you get it for 360, you can also get it for the PS4. Yeah. Uh, you can do the tra- the ten dollar trade in or whatever for the PS4 version. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, but uh, I'm getting really excited. It's a little over a month. I know. It's by right the time around we, the corner, dude. By the time we record the next episode, it'll be under a month. I'm gonna trade in uh, Beyond as soon as I beat it, and put that towards one of my PS4 games. Hopefully, mm-hmm. get one of those paid off. You know what I didn't talk about, you guys? What's that? Uh, I was playing NHL 14 two weekends ago uh-huh. with one of my old pals. Uh, we were here playing. We had been drinking a lot, and um, we were playing NHL 14 online together, and I decided I needed to move my Xbox for whatever reason. I don't know why. And as soon as I touched it, it scratched up the disc. Oh. Unplayable now. Whenever oh. I boot it up, I get a disc error. Dude, that blows it really blows i read online you can fix it with chapstick yeah um, chapstick toothpaste is another one toothpaste okay i'll have to try toothpaste uh chapstick didn't work i put so much chapstick on there and rubbed it in and stuff <laughs> still disc error i'll have to try toothpaste that's yeah, interesting try toothpaste. Dude, that sucks i'm sorry to hear that it can't be the toothpaste with grit yeah it can't have grit in it i don't think okay Right. Look, look it up. That's that's one of the fixes that you can use. That's interesting. I could also spend twenty dollars to get. I could send it back to EA and get a, a new disc. But it's like it's tough to justify spending twenty dollars on a new. Weren't, yeah, weren't NHL you already board. thinking about trading it in? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, always. I let somebody borrow it a week after I bought it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe FIFA came out, and I'm like, well, yeah. I'm all set. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Are we are we done this time? I think we're done this time. I really got to pee, so we can't last okay. much longer anyway. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I never was bed. good at lasting any longer, Dan. <laughs> we're looking at probably Thursday next week, but obviously we'll we'll post it on our Facebook when we find out. Tentatively uh, GTA Online. Tentatively GTA Online. Uh, but once again, we'll let you know once we iron that out completely too. So yeah, next week it'll be uh, less than a month until PS4, so we're really excited for that. So yes. yeah, I. Uh, That'll do it for episode 116 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Uh, I'm Eric. Uh, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.